welcome to the Evil D podcast. Nice to see you, to see you. Nice. Yay, somebody recognised what I was doing. <laughs> I thought it was Steve Irwin. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> welcome to the Bruce's Pride. Price is always right. I was about to say generation game there. Did he do the generation game? <laughs> he don't, game? He don't generation want. Game, yes. yeah. But uh, Bruce's price is always right. And joining us this month, we have Mr. Fat Cat. How are you, Cat? Do you like my moustache? I do like my moustache. Thank you very much, our Bruce very, Foss. Very, very handlebar. <laughs> he did have a very famous moustache, doesn't he? I think. Good he. Bru- Brucey? Well, he always had a moustache, I think. Yeah. Not a handlebar one. No, he wasn't, he wasn't a handlebar one. There's one of those. And also joining us this month we have Ninja. How are you, mate? I hope I've had as much as he has. (laughs) Someday. Someday. (laughs) And of course, the lovely Debbie McGee himself, Colin Alford. No, wait a minute. Debbie McGee was. That that was. uh, uh, Paul (laughs) (laughs) I fucked up Roy there. This is going well. Yeah. Hang on. Didn't Brucey always have like a, a woman that he'd done game shows with? Or was it just I a know. random blonde doll? I think she did. Not the one where you had people coming and playing the games. There was some doll that would do everything with him. Ah, it was sort of like a magic trick thing. He's always clinging on to someone. Always yeah, the beautiful always. assistant. That's uh, what it was like. Isn't he, is he dead now or is he... I, I believe he is. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he was. He was not doing that dance shit. He uh, but he was like 90, wasn't he? He, he was. was uh, he was uh, pretty old. He was. Apparently he did love to, to do the unmoving and shaking. Now Bruce Forsyth. Oh, he was a ballroom dancer. It was properly trained ballroom. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. There you go. That explains that, then. That explains that. But uh, you're listening to the Evil G Podcast. We are on episode 38. We're near the big 4-0, guys. We're nearly there. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Midlife crisis time. <laughs> Mid-pod life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't even make yeah, fucking... Yeah, when we get to 80 episodes, <laughs> we're stopping. He died in 2017, man. Fuck, two he, years ago? He did. He did. He did, did. So what are we talking about this month? Well, we're going to have a... a packed show for you so gears 5 is getting a bit of a change which we're going to discuss which is pretty goddamn hilarious um we're going to be discussing toxic communities and gaming and why this is a goddamn thing and what the hell we can try and do to try and sort this out yes we we are going to sort this out uh we're also going to be talking about bloodstain because uh colin you got that and you're going to give us a, a wee review of that i'm looking I forward to doing it. that <laughs> i played it <laughs> That's going to be the name of that section. I watched him play it. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously Nintendo have mentioned... I said the old word. Uh, and Nintendo have mentioned that they're going to and, uh, release a Switch Lite. So this will be pretty cool. This will be pretty cool. Uh, and that'll be our part one. So part two, we'll come back with our normal beer necessities. We're going to have a beer for you, which we don't even know what it is because Colin has kept it very secret from us. So that'll be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. That'll be very cool. Unintentionally. Unintentionally kept it secrets from us. Uh, and then we're going to be introducing a new section called The Real Waifus of Evil G Studios. And we'll be explaining what that is. Don't worry. What the fuck? This is the first thing Kat's heard about this. This was not scripted. <laughs> we'll be, we'll be I was exp- shaved. <laughs> we'll be explaining what that is. Uh, and then we'll have our usual movie section where we're going to discuss in the uh, upcoming Mortal Kombat movie where we're going to have a discussion about who we think would be good cast as certain the characters and then we're going to be discussing Spider-Man um, and then we're going to have a, a quick segment about the AEW wrestling because uh, it's been taken off and as, you, as I'm sure you're probably aware on this podcast we're a wee bit of the old, uh, wrestling fans we'll be discussing a wee bit about that and then we'll finish with our normal video game music charts so we have a packed show gentlemen so let's get this show on the road so Gears of Let's War, go. Gears of War, a game where if you down someone, you get your options. You can chase on someone half, curb something, oh, yeah, knock their it. fucking faces on the guns. Many other ways of killing people, like blowing them from them, shotgun half their fucking torso off. Mm-hmm. 
I can't even think of the amount of ways you can kill people. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, really right. good, gory, just overly violent game. Mm-hmm. And who smokes on it? Whoever <laughs> wants to. No, but I'm telling yeah, you. Me and that manly, listen, I presume they're walking around with cigars. <laughs> Cubans just oh, hanging out of their mouth all the time. The lieutenant does. No matter if it's oh, yeah, Marcus Phoenix, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's He's right. always chugging a fucking stubby. Does he always have one as well? I'm pretty sure he had one most of the time. What about Mike General from the first game? I know that we got fucking motherfucking. We, oh, you're talking about Bike Ram? Ah, Bike Ram. I think Bike Ram's walking around now, Bike Lump of Rock, smoking fucking. The fucking. The Jamaican beach behind him on. Boom. Jump. That's a pay good money to see Rammy dreadlocks. And the fucking Riggy swarm is right there. Well, it's a game where we have a chainsaw as a weapon and you can just maul people to death. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Sure, so, never mind that. There's the bag end fucking the bag end gears too. Sure, skull. He had all the fucking dreadlocks and everything. If anyone's oh, going to yeah. be fucking smoking some, mm. so yeah, there's a whole anti-smoking thing happening with Gears of War Five, and they are cutting smoking out of the game because smoking is bad. Okay, um, but you know, the, as Ninja has just pointed out, they don't mind you curb stomping or chainsawing <laughs> or that's all good. If you want to rip your fucking teammates or your enemies limb from limb, that's fine. But don't you dare do it with a cigarette in your mouth. I mean, what? Just, I don't have any words, which is no. works great for a podcast. Who? Who? Uh, what age are these games rated? By the way, eighteen. So they're eighteen rated games, but they're still not allowed to have smoking in them. Right. So is Gears of War getting like dropped down? Now? It's not going to be all about like hacks on anymore. Be all like uh, we, we've made peace better, with the locusts, and now the game's a simulator where you have to run around and keep peace. No. <laughs> Marcus Phoenix is now a Democrat. <laughs> he shoots teasers. <laughs> a no smoking. A no smoking. Maybe like that film, what do you call Will Smith? to start with the Orcs. On Netflix. Oh, uh, Bright. Bright. Aye, so it'll be like out there. If they make a film out of it, Big Dave playing as what he called <laughs> Marcus Phoenix. You know what I mean? And then some big old boy playing as the troll. It just seems so stupid. Like, the amount of violence, and I'm pretty sure there's bad language. And ah, fucking right. Yeah, there's a bad language. There's violence. There's, there's all types of madness. But no, you can't have smoking. As if smoking is the worst <laughs> thing in the world. So, everyone though that's the uh, hazards involved with smoking. Yes. Like the you know the potential health. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know you get lung cancer that sort of thing. There's very few people in the world now that. Don't, that generally don't realize how fucking bad it is. Yeah. yeah. It's, everyone, like, everyone, it's like the fucking pygmy tribes. Everyone knows Everyone that. else knows better. Where's that guy out there that <laughs> knows all the risks, but then plays Gears of War, <laughs> sees See someone some smoking, and is like, yes, I want this, that is, shit. this is what I need to do. <laughs> if because, I w- because of, and then starts smoking. If I want to join COG, I have to have a cigarette right now. <laughs> It's all, it's all the same people that fucking cosplayed L and they drunk their tea fucking weird for 10 years after the fucking death oh, came with. Right. Well, so we're making these silly changes to save people who would start smoking because they saw it in a video <laughs> game. It's like, are they, are they worth saving? No. <laughs> I'm a smoker myself. Like, so. You're fucking disgust there. <laughs> I'm a smoker myself. And yeah. I have to say, like, you can see it in films. It's all been tried. Like, people who smoke are badasses. That's uh. what it is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, I mean? yeah, I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. Cowboy Bebop, when I remember seeing, like, Spike Spiegel with a cigarette and just chilling out the jazz music, like, and you're like, that's so badass. Like, so cool, but badass. Even the Ghostbusters used to smoke. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. They all smoked. As a society, we had a point where we will make a decision that could affect us so hugely. Yeah. Based on media, yeah, like 
fictional characters? <laughs> is is that where we're at? We That's, can't be trusted. I we need. It's always been money, like in media, fucking sells. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, this is why I think when I, when I read this is like, why are you putting your efforts into just hide the cigarettes and the tobacco products away from people? Just hide them so they don't know about them. It's like. Okay, like everyone, I would say everyone knows the risks. There's, there can't be anyone out there that decides to take up smoking and doesn't know the risk involved with that. Which means you're telling them that, but they still want to smoke. That's the decision they've made. Yeah. And then, so yeah, that has a risk of killing them. Would it not be more useful to look at a way? Is there a way you can make cigarettes less dangerous? Like let's go that way instead, instead of. No, because silly things they want. See, my my thinking here is that they want to look like they're concerned for you, but they rely on cigarette tax to make big money. So it's like, oh, we'll 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 do it in this Gears of War game because it's going to be really popular and people think we're dead cool then because we're trying to you know anti smoking in this game. But really, what we want is people to still be flat out smoking. <laughs> and I almost fucking guarantee that they didn't have a single model rendered of anyone even smoking. And yep. some pair guys like this like. Just say the shit about smoking. So wh- how this happened was a uh, a charity non-profit that tries to gear young people away from smoking and that sort of thing to stop it, uh, put pressure on TNT, the uh, the TV network, uh-huh, yeah. who had exclusive rights to uh, broadcast uh, Gears of War 5 esports. Right. Uh, so it's a knock-on from, from that. Um, Wait. So... Esporting, yeah, right. So it's multiplayer. That's oh, uh, well, yeah. Are they smoking on multiplayer? Well, so with some of the characters. So uh, I had it up there. Let me give me a second. I know it's like a uh, Mike, Michael Bark, who is a cog. Any any bells being rung there for our Gears of War people? Who's he called? Michael Kark. No, Michael he's Bark. Like guy, isn't Michael Kark. I think football. he's who he's all right. That started them. I don't know. Jeff, no, we, we call the guy. He thought it was the OG Cliff Bazinski. It was hum- oh, I, right, think, yeah, I think yeah. them two were the, always the main guys in the first one. No, no, this is a character. We call him Cliff. <laughs> Michael Bark. Michael. Oh, I think it's a new guy. So he's a, a bald handlebar mustache having cigar chomping nah, t- some, type guy. Something universal. Uh, so he's a multiplayer character that you you select. So so yeah, he'd be smoking a cigar the entire time that you're playing. Mm. Uh, yeah. So. That was still there in multiplayer as well. Oh dear. Jesus. God's fucking for I know. Deathmatch team, <laughs> deathmatch. Uh, don't you dare smoke, but oh. get out and there and, and kill and the other team. And again, you're going to kill yourself, you do it slowly now. <laughs> it's it's the, the idea of taking, like, just saying this one item or this one thing. Yep. Like, for example, smoking and just removing it from games and not actually considering the context of why it's there in the first place. Yeah. Bring up, uh, like, Metal Gear games. Yep. Uh, Soul Snake, the star of those games, is a smoker. He's always been. You, you get. Yep. That's a, a item you get in Metal Gear, mm. the cigarettes. But Had a lot, a lot of people give him shit in the game for smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. And then when you actually do smoke a cigarette in the game, your health starts to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of discourage you from smoking. Is that not a Good thing that the cigarettes are in that game, mm, but they they had a use as well. They, they do have one use where you can uh, the reveal lasers. the invisible lasers, yeah. Yep. Um, but like at the same time, the there's yeah there's, there's smoking there's uh. there's smoking in that game. But if you look at the context of the smoking in that game, uh. it is that it is bad for your health because mm. it makes it go down. I like that too because like 
when you play this, if you, if you didn't smoke, like, the whole time I was doing it, like, I'd, I never wanted to use it until I realised I had it. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. So you still have the option. Yeah. You don't have to fucking use them just because mm. you're, just because the character's actually smoking. You're like, oh, I'm going to use that there. And then we use them in my life. I never like, did. I always went and found the, the goggles first because I didn't want to use them and make my health go down. <laughs> I need that health. There should be an achievement though, of smoking from start to finish. Mm. Just always having a cigarette in your mouth and having enough rations to use them when you have to. Oh, that'd be that'd some be a challenge. Good fucking medical challenge. That'd be a challenge. Because you need to speed run it to fucking get through it with enough health. Thank you. Just constantly smoking. <laughs> that means you can't have rations on as well. Mm? The only way you can uh, equip I, rations uh, and when your health hits zero, it'll automatically pop a ration. Mm. Also restores dead eye. Uh, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, that's a bit different. It's like, yeah, yeah, so this is good for you. That's good for you. Yeah, but again, can we give people more credit than yeah. that? Is like, can we just rely on them to know that, yeah, you don't really if get you dead. smoke a cigarette, you won't be able to slow down uh, time you don't and turn shoot the, people in the head? You don't so turn any fucking Neo from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the reason, this is the reason I Not smoke, smoke something yeah. really good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I just think this is absolutely ridiculous yeah. I mean one of the most violent game franchises as well I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like right uh, we're gonna take beards away from fucking God of War because having a beard is bad <laughs> well, no, no, no. what are you I'm, trying to say <laughs> remember I said even when I first started vaping yeah this is all like you can get cigars and all the gather what if they cigars. changed it to a vape instead like cause it is a futuristic time <laughs> oh god you know what I mean <laughs> Well, and they can still, it's like, oh, he smokes his futuristic vape that it's, gives him. It's funny you say that since in Metal Gear Solid 5, you do have like a e-cigar, even though it's the 80s. So right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Are you serious? On. Yeah. yeah. F- future technology. Uh, they've got Metal Gears as well, like, so they might have cigars in there. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. That's the uh, big tobacco industry has been keeping vaping <laughs> quiet. we got to keep up the touch with the military. <laughs> and they can do it. We can do it better, stronger, smokier. <laughs> You can just see Lambert and Butler coming over the new Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, smoke, and we can build this. Bring them pipes back to the front. <laughs> but yeah, that this that's absolutely ridiculous. Um, I'm trying to like, what what do you think? Like, there's games out there where uh, is, can't you smoke in um, DSX? Uh, yeah, I think so. Now, because you've got robotic lungs, it has no effect on you. So, are people so dumb that they would see Adam Jensen, a fucking cyborg man, smoking and having no negative effects and think, oh, I can do that too? I guess so. He's since a fucking robot, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the weird ones when you stop and think, though, like, there's very, there is very little bad as us in, in the gaming terms. I would smoke or drink. Mm-hmm. Nah, you don't really see any lot of them doing much shit. No. Like, your man from Muffin saying that, say. Uh, you never really see him. You see him drunk, but you never see him. He wouldn't be talking like. The only character I know that was known for smoking big time was Duke Nukem. Oh, even then, he. I can Duke always had a big cigar hanging out. Oh, he did, yeah. Always had a cigar hanging out. What about the guy, the Sergeant? I reckon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you call him? Johnson? Uh, Johnson. Always a cigar, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I reckon dumb guys always fucking think of a cigar chewing. He'd be fucking four cigars at once, that boy. (laughs) Each hustle. (laughs) (laughs) Should they take the scuba out of Skyrim? Oh, fuck. That that was my next point. Are we going to take the drinking out of games? Because there are games where you can drink, and they they do have negative effects, but... Fat guy, well, king of the casino, will have something else to say. I know, nobody's taking away my scuba. No one takes away my scuba. Nobody's taking my scuba. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> the moon sugar was and good. Like, and you some dodgy kittens down in Rutten. <laughs> <laughs> the pussy bring the pleasure. Uh-huh. <laughs> this one has finest skooma in all country and sky. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, are they going to start doing this now where well, like basically anything that's bad for you? It's, do you know what the games are going to turn into? Demolition, man. You won't be allowed oh, salt, or you won't be allowed man. anything that's bad for you in games anymore. That's how just be grateful they don't bring along them free seashell fucking things. Like, yep. but you still like to chainsaw and murder people to death. That's fine. That's, that's what that's beyond me. Literally, stick a for- frag grenade into their forehead and wait for it to explode. So <laughs> I'm just getting this right. This was a multiplayer thing on esports. Yep. Uh-huh. Right. Um, that's a game for over eight things. Yes. And a younger audience is going to be watching it. Everybody knows the risks of smoking. Yes. And they've removed it. Yes. And it's like, no, go fuck yourself. Basically. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's definitely not bad. You say, like, they're going to be taking what's next, like, you know I, what I mean? They'll be taking you know drinking I mean? and never. What, what about games like, uh, I'm sure in GTA, there uh, is they're, some. They're never going to change that one. Yeah, there's some mad shit in there. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. Trevor was flat out in drugs half the time. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a fucking meth addict for crazy. Uh, because they need that lab. sort of stuff to eat. Like, how could, you, how could you write the character of Trevor without drugs involved? Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's that sort of thing is like, why do we shy away from using negative things like that as plot devices when you're trying to tell a story mm. that will have a moral to it? It's like, does anyone want to be like Trevor? Uh, like, fuck me. <laughs> and they're both, they're both 18 games, so what makes one different from the other? Uh, yeah. I know. Yeah, it's, it's again, taking things out of context. I don't, I don't think it's... Would they say, oh, with two days real loose, so we can't really shut there. Like, Imagine. Uh, well, like, shouldn't you be trying to tell people they're not spoken real life never mind some fantasy fucking world where they're fighting underground fucking boogeyman monsters again look, with look, chainsaws. At, look at your average pack of cigarettes yeah. these days it's probably more violent than gears of war 5 true fucking shitty lungs and hanging out their ass holes in people's Aye. backs and everything <laughs> If you want smoke and they stop, just get the government to stop it. And that's not going to happen. No. So that's Too much moolah! Mm-hmm. Too I much like moolah. Especially the Americans. I don't think it makes more it. money than cigarettes and smoking in America. Mm. Well, smoking in America. Oh, in the Western, for fuck's sake. of a Cowboy was like a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. They've got to pay for the healthcare. And smoking means more money for the healthcare. So why mm. the fuck would they stop smoking? True. Oh, jeez, we're going all very... Uh, fucking yanks. Yeah. political now. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, yep. Smoking was always going to come to this shit. But I guess we can finish this off. We like go and wind your necks, and we all know smoking's bad. And to be honest, I mean, there, I would be more influenced by Ghostbusters than <laughs> Gears of War, and I've never smoked, even though Ghostbusters is cool as fuck. So go in there and remove all the cigarettes from Ghostbusters. But, but Ray does that cool thing in Ghostbusters one with the fag hanging off his mouth when he sees Slimer. I no, no, uh, uh, replace it with a walkie-talkie. No, no. <laughs> it's a vape pen. It's a vape pen hanging off his move. I have a weird on on sort of schedule schedule question as well. Okay. Talking about esports and like the, the eighteen thing. No way you're saying like, oh, it's, it's eighteen pluses. But do you watch Twitch and you click on any game? I don't think there's actually any like age restriction to the game clicking. No, you're right. You can watch any streamer. Okay, anybody can go around and put a fake date of birth on. No, but you, they, don't, they never ask you they for the date of birth. You can click on any email, so like, it's kind of weird. Like, but at the sports. same time, Ninja, you can, like, anybody any age can get up at, like, you know, one in the morning uh, and switch on Channel 5 and, and maybe... Oh, I watch Babe Station, <laughs> yeah. like, but, but, I mean, like, you think, like, a, like, you think something so popular and so big as, like, YouTube and Twitch would have a bit more restrictions on, like, the age. If, mm. you're, if you're making a video about something... It doesn't seem to be as strict as, like, why aren't they as strictly regu- regulated as people that actually make the games does and distribute them? Does it have built-in tools for parents to control that kind of thing, by any chance? 
I think so, but I think like it should automatically come with it. Mm. You think it should be on by default? But I suppose if you, if you if you buy a game, the only thing actually stopping you from buying the game is the fucking guy and the guy actually working on the place at the True. time. It's it comes down to like shouldn't the whoever the parent is not be letting their child go on that stuff without them checking it first uh, and, and doing their due diligence. Oh Jesus! I but once you hit like fucking fourteen, fifteen, like how the fuck are they ever going to stop you out there? They're well, trying that, to work out the that's called, soul. Oh, 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 oh. that's called being a fourteen or fifteen year old, and you will find ways around that because you're seeking actively mm. seeking that stuff out. And mm. I don't think anyone's as worried about that because. Yeah, fourteen-year-olds are gonna do that. Yeah, I think it's more like the you know like an eight-year-old stumbling on that. Uh-huh. Um, and I think if you're the parent of an, you? the the parent of a like eight-year-old or that should be uh, should shouldn't be letting an eight-year-old go on the internet unsupervised for mm. a start. And yeah, have them work for Nick. They can <laughs> earn their fucking level. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just you, you funny talking about Twitch and YouTube and things like that because our, uh, obviously this is where the big communities in gaming come from. Um, oh, segues. I know, it was very clever. I like this. I meant that. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I have recently been... Uh, I've for, for years, I always had this thing. I've been doing an experiment, I know. I always had it on my PlayStation that you could not message me if you were on my friends list, right? If you weren't on my friends list, you Smart could... Smart move. Yeah. So couple of weeks ago i turned this feature off just to see what happens right <laughs> and i swear to god there are some really toxic just i i'm a big fan of dead by daylight right everyone knows this i love that fucking uh-huh. game but see that can you see that whole i mean like 95 percent of the people who play that game are toxic bastards like the amount of messages you get on that game is insane like, if you kill someone, they're unhappy and they will call you every name under the sun. If someone escapes from you, they call you fucking every name under the sun because they got away. And it's like, does no one just sort of go, oh, that was a good game. I'll just keep my fucking mouth shut. I think, oh, yeah, bastard, I'll get you next yeah. time. Aye, aye. No one know how to do this anymore, but I got I got called a cheater because I bought DLC. <laughs> I, I bought the newest killer and I killed everyone in the game and I got a message going, oh, you're so bad, you had to buy a killer to win it. Does not does it have a, is that a pay to win model now? More, are they more powerful? These uh, DLC guys? Well, you don't have to pay real money. You can unlock them if you put enough time into the game. But I just wanted them there and then because it was Ghostface. And I was like, oh, I'll have him for fucking three pound. But mm. uh, do you remember sure back in fucking when the 360 first came out before the Xbox party? Aye. Uh, yeah, that's, that's how you met. See, most people before I even started playing Musings. Like, that's the first time I remember. Me and Adam started the fucking first try like playing like Xbox online. We met up all these English ones pretty quickly and we always played Gears of War with them, just fucking dominating matches. And just I remember every single match you're on the headset and the amount of absolute shit talking. But because there was no party back in that you joined in the lobby and just yeah. like everyone's just talking absolute bollocks. Eh? Just slag, 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 slag. And see for ages for the longest time. I, even even now, like, I still fucking I like part I like the party for those. You and all your mates chatting away, listening to the game. Mm-hmm. But see, when you're playing some games, I fucking really, really miss that whole shit talking. Or uh, if you're running past someone and you hear the crap ass music crack on and they're right. mad screaming in the background as you put a bolt in the back of the head, like, what the <laughs> fuck is that kid doing? <laughs> no, no, so, no. I, so I, I think what, what Stu is referring to is a wee bit different than that. Uh-huh. Uh, that was just the madness of an open lobby. Yeah, I must yeah. open the lobby. I, but I do miss the I know what you mean by the community. Like, yeah, Stu's getting a, like people taking this shit a bit too seriously and getting really. 
properly upset, not trying to troll you or anything, like getting uh, properly upset and going off on you for you being better than they are. But do you know what I mean? uh, the only thing I say, the only thing I was trying to get at, like there was none of that back then. No, no, it was just fucking brutal open warfare. Uh, that was the thing. It was just every man for himself back in the day. But I think this, as as the internet has grown and you know there's forums and and, and reddits and all dedicated to pages and things like that, people have got this idea in their head that right. We're a we community, and we can either be all really cool gamers towards each other, or we'll all be fucking bastards. If you don't play the game how we think you should play the game, we're uh, playing it wrong, and you're a fucking dickhead, uh, and you're breaking the fucking rules by our fucking rules. Uh, it's like, there's, I'm, I'm trying to, a good community, which is gonna, it's gonna sound very strange, but I know for a fact that, see, No Man's Sky. Yeah. I've never played that game. I probably never will play that game, but see the community for that game. They're all really dead on and all really like fucking helpful to each other. Well, there's a guy sitting right here who <laughs> would play it and then go around handing newbies just ridiculous money at people amounts of money. I was like, I was so impressed with that game that what they did to fix it up it was like, you know, look, we struggled through this and it's like you're new to the game and it's going to be great. But here, here's like 125 million. No, <laughs> you know what I mean. No, buy no. Your, go buy yourself a freighter or something. You He's know a Robin Hood of Warframe. <laughs> from the developers and gives to the poor you know, <laughs> you know, I remember like I did that once and the guy like was like oh my god this guy just gave me like 125 million and I was like no thank you, you, know, for, you know, for playing the game but then they turned around and he was all like here follow me and he took me over to this place and he sat and wait here and like legendary ships were coming down and he was teaching me how to farm to get them and like fucking I was like I didn't know that but why do you think that is then that you would get communities that are really, really good to each other and, re- and just want to enjoy playing a game together and then you get these other communities where, where it's like... like well, Personalities and esports. Well, it, it comes down to one thing you touched on there. It's the competitive nature of some games. Mm. No Man's Sky is not competitive, competitive. Good point. at all. Mm. Whereas uh, Death by Daylight and... MK11 is one you brought up as well. Yes. You get some real fucking stinker messages on there I as well. I have got some stinkers. A guy on stage screams at an hour guy point blank. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That was that guy from uh, CEO, uh, the, the fucking fighting MK? game tournament. The hillbilly looking bastard. Right, so, so apparently the, the guy he was facing had talked uh, some shit on Twitter uh, and then blocked him for whatever reason. I don't know. And then backed it up on stage from where they And then, <laughs> no, no, no. It was the other guy that won. Oh, it was the guy that, that got blocked. He beat him anyway uh, after this guy talking shit. But instead of, you know, being if you just beat him, shut his mouth mm-hmm. and just been like cool as a fucking cucumber, yeah. shook his hand, you'd be a fucking hero. Yep. But no, he stood up and just screamed in his face for a good fucking what seemed like 10 minutes. But that was the winner, I think. That was yeah. the winner. Oh, fuck, I just made 10 minutes worse in my head. <laughs> I thought it was bad enough, but the fact that he started yeah. shit the owner as well. The thing is, you see, when you look at him, though, that guy that was doing the screaming, you were like, lad, you have nothing to be getting him with some girl about. And no. that guy turned around and pissed. His big fucking greasy hair. Uh, uh, if that guy turned around and pasted him, he'd have been claiming DLA for life, I bet you. <laughs> He just looked like a scumbag, <laughs> a greasy, it sounds horrible, but he looked like a stereotypical, just, no one's ever searched stereotypical nerd gamer. Yeah. If that's what you find is this cunt. So, and unfortunately, competitiveness <laughs> it could be may t- bring out the best of us, but it also brings out the worst. Uh, and uh, yeah. The Halo wh- shit talk I used to be, like, I'm even guilty for like, this talk on absolute shit, or the second anyone beats you in a single battle rifle, like fights, you're having like 
hundred of these per game, losing half of him in first shit. And every time he lost, like, oh, it's fucking bullshit. I'm fucking cheating back. Like, <laughs> just instantly, like, I'm fucking terrible. Yeah, even today. I, I will I fucking will, roar at the screen. I will talk shit about every fucker that uses the boys at rifle. Yes. If you are a Battlefield player and you're listening to this and you use the boys at rifle, fuck off. Fuck you. No, it says in the title, boys. That's what it does. Yeah, like. Someone boys. fucking buggers you with, you bastard. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the, the whole competitive thing, it's. If if communities th- this guy is CEO, that's the exception. Yeah, Most yeah. people in uh, if if you're there face to face and you're having a competitive match, you know most people will like you know. As society's rules Good dictate, uh. you'll be like you'll be more polite. But you're taking like when you're online mm. and you don't know that person, they yep. don't know you, they can't find out who you are. Yep. Uh, that's that filter gone. Yeah. So the the real fucking beast comes out. <laughs> And you run your fucking mouth. <laughs> but is there any is there any games that you've maybe played in the past that you found had a really good community and you're like, I actually miss playing this because everyone was so cool that played it? Is there any games uh, like that? No, like wow, wow. There's wow. a lot of MMOs. I, I was going to say, Contain, good, good uh, game. Final Fantasy XIV is a very supportive community. Cool. Doesn't it, to, to new players, mm. um, like any. Like, you see uh, companies which are their their version of guilds come up, and you never see the oh serious fucking XP grinding only, and you have to be this level. It's all, it's always like open to everyone, friendly. We'll get you started, that sort of stuff. Hmm. Um, that's what you see the most in there. Um, so, and again, that's another thing that it's not really competitive. Like like I did, I play Final Fantasy fourteen without any of you guys are on my own. So hmm. that when I was doing raids and and stuff, I was always with randomers and. Everyone was always really, really cool. And when I was starting out, I must, I thought I was driving people up the wall because there was some of the dungeons I, I got lost on my own, didn't know where to go. Mm. You know, but boys are really patient with me uh. getting through that stuff. And like, you would expect people to start going, what the fuck, you know, but it didn't happen. So yeah, that's that's definitely an example of a, a, good a game with a good, mm. good community to it. I ever just sat and fucking shared with people through everything, hey? No fucking bothering. Like, people are the same for me as well. Taught me in the ropes. Mm. Someone sat there for days teaching me the ropes of PvP when I didn't understand anything. Yeah. I would say uh, Bloodborne has a good community because uh-huh. there's people out there that just yep. sit and help you with boss. They're, they literally log in and just sit there. A boss is waiting to help you. I, I, I love doing I that. Think it's a, the, that extends out to, to Dark Souls as well, I uh, think. Because uh-huh. even with the, the BVB invading mechanic, I don't think anyone really gets upset with uh, like in a, even the the more trollier uh, sort yeah. of ways of of invading because like sometimes it, like when you see the more like people trolling you just sit back and go like ah you you got me that uh. was that was good um yeah I don't, I don't think it's particularly toxic and because you know jolly cooperation uh, yep the only time you got annoyed was when you were in there either when you were half bar away and then some asshole coming in just taking up a city. While you're already talking, I go, no, for fuck's sake, come on, man. <laughs> like, the last area, the DLC for Bloodborne, I fucking oh, hell. Jesus, I. You would have had people, and they're flat out, like, really, really fucking tweaked out characters. Just coming in and just, like, ball bagging you the whole way through. And you go, oh, God damn it, I can't even get, I can't even meet the boss, never mind get near the boss. <laughs> I remember the Elder Scrolls, like, I, I joined a community. I'm not going to say what the community was like, but it was a very toxic community. Really? But I met some real good people on it who were willing to help, but like the higher ups were really toxic. 
uh, wouldn't help anybody go and do quests because they didn't want anybody else getting those legendary items because they had them. They didn't need an or like what is it? Night hot? Not night class? Was it night blade? So they didn't want to um, help people because they didn't yeah, want them to be as strong be, as they. Uh, we're the top boys Jesus and all this here stuff like and uh, not only are there too, it carried on into real life. There's like people who didn't know each other. They only knew each other over Facebook and other social media platforms. Right. And like they were starting to like go at each other, like they knew each other. Jesus. You know, and it was like, what the fuck? Is this not meant to be like a gaming community? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm, I've met some friends from it, and I stayed friends with some of it, and some of them were really creepy too. Like, there's I remember, you just run the party one night. There was, I think it was someone yesterday here. Boy just landed on to our party and just stayed for about five or ten minutes. And then just left. Yeah, I think that's happened once or twice. So yeah, I even said that. That's a guy from the ESO. It was what's crack. He just stood there and and I got a mic here. I didn't stand there. He was just quiet. You know what I mean? But the mic was there. That's you weird. know what I mean? He was like, and then he just left. That's like it was eavesdropping. On, but we weren't even playing ESO. No. And I think we were in the middle of playing Field 4 then. You know what I mean? So all he was getting, I f- maybe we put him off. No, I, I was there for that one. That was uh-huh. when we were playing Battle 5. It was... So no, no, this is a long, long time ago. All right. Aye. So that happened to us a couple of weeks ago as well. The randomers coming on to our and party. And I, I researched them. I went on to see who these two were. And one of them wasn't even on an account. And that was the one who joined the party. <laughs> and the Spooky. O- the, other one, ghost. the other one that joined for a while didn't even have PSN or... Jesus. What do you call it? Any games played at all? It wasn't like his information. It was, it was a brand new account. And that was... Uh, I'm not lying. That was an African like kid. Like definitely, like and hey, Africa's literally for scamming, and like I don't care what people uh, say, that's true. African prince that yeah, needs to give eighty-seven like, million. That's uh, hey, that's what they do, like. Um, but uh, that's 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 true. Like, but communities are built on salt, too. Yeah. Like, like I'm not going like I get salty messages all the time, like and. and oh, I've seen some of them. Uh, but I, I've only started recently getting some nice ones too. Like, as the uh. same boy saying there to me this evening, you know, um, like I just went back to the battlefield and they were like, I must have having a chance to have a dog fight me. That's great. I threw a wee bit back at him, just as I said, like, you know what I mean? You know, I, dog fights was happening. I was one of them. It's because I took with your fucking new mama. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it was like, but I did say, like, uh, uh, good pilots, that's what it was. Like, good games, good pilots. Like, that's uh, because they didn't make any effort, they, they sort of took me away, like. So, uh, do, uh, I do have to make a confession, though, when I do play AMK. It's only when I play MK and it's only when I play Shao Kahn, but I'm a bit of a prick when I win because uh, I, I don't fatality anymore. I have done everyone's fatality 25 times to get all those challenges. I've done that. So I'm, I'm fucked off fatality. And so instead, when it comes up to finish him, I will point and mock you with Shao Kahn. Hopefully he says, you suck or you're worthless and weak. And then I'll laugh at you and then I'll uppercut you. And then I only have one victory pose equipped where he laughs. Like, he just drops a hammer and laughs at you again. So it's, like, <laughs> just ridiculing the sh- shit that he... Isn't that you just RP and Shao Kahn? Acting him at the accent. <laughs> but I've got some hate messages because of that. I've been called the, the, the behavior, especially, like, the toxic behavior towards new players, I mean, it's not helping anyone because no. it, it hurts the mm. game. Let's say if you're an asshole to people, it'll, you know, push them away from the game. They might not play it anymore. And this is... a uh, gonna be an online game that needs support to yeah. stay online so like what, what's what's the benefit of it mm-hmm. i'll give you give us some advice like if you're getting your ass handed the take a big breath relax and think of what you're doing wrong here 
Don't go and send the person an absolute, I'm going to find you and fucking rape you and whatnot in this here sort of message. You're not and you're only, like, it's, it's an age thing too. Like, it is, but like, it's, you True. just, you get your ass handed, you're going to be, you know, you went on this class run and you think you're fucking, you're just getting there. And then some boy is superior to you. Mm-hmm. That's what it does. You'll get there too. Like, he's gone through that rope too, like, to get there. And so putting the time and effort in the game, mm-hmm. like, fucking, so, like, but, like, that's what it is. Like, I, you've seen salt from people who are telling you they're salty about the game. Take them. You get people saying, oh, yeah. oh I would have got away with it if you hadn't used that, 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 that thing, and they're salty. But that's grand. That's perfect salt. Like, you're all, like, right, fair enough, that's true. You know what I mean? But you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, the next time around, no, it's not going to happen. You know, but then you get the other absolute person who's just, again, going to destroy you. Mm. You know what I mean? He's like, he just can't accept it. So the last yeah. thing I want to mention on this, just very quickly, is communities that are not even toxic in the game, but toxic towards the, the actual developer. Like, people uh, yeah. flat out on Twitter, like, bitching at the developer. Like, oh, we want such and such, and we want such and such. And it's like, you're not entitled to anything. You get what you deserve. And wind your fucking neck in. I suppose this plays into the whole crunching thing we discussed last month, where if enough people or or people have it in their heads, if we demand something enough, it'll happen. Yeah, think about the the people, the individuals that you are Mm. having a go at for just trying their best. This is another place where the the Dead by Daylight community is absolutely disgusting. Like, they're constantly just bombarding the developers with, oh, fix this and fix this and give us this character and give us this character. And you're like, they don't fucking have to give you anything. One of the, I don't know what that was, but one came out recently, a really good statement saying, like, look, oh, like, a lot of the time, the fan base are right about the problems, but you're very, very right about the solution. That's mm. very good. Mm-hmm. It's like, like you're good at pointing out the problems, but these aren't always right about you want what you want, not what fucking actually has to happen. Mm. Good shout. But yeah, uh, go and leave developers alone and let them do their thing. Seriously, guys, calm the fuck down. It's publishers you want to go after, those bastards. <laughs> fuck publishers. <laughs> Make us money. Not games. But uh, I will, we'll, we'll, we'll move on. I, I enjoyed that wee discussion. But Colin, talk to me about Bloodstained. Tell me all about this spiritual successor to one of the greatest games ever made. Come on. It's totally Castlevania. Oh, sweet. It is very Castlevania. Like, um, you would be forgiven having what, never heard of the game and looked at it for about five minutes of someone playing it. You'd be like, oh, it's a new Castlevania. Mm. Definitely. Very, uh, and specifically Symphony of the Night. It's, um, and it's really, really good. That's good to know. It's a really good Castlevania game. Looks good, I'm actually doing it. Um, yeah, uh, it's, uh, I said, yeah, it is a spiritual follow up to. Uh, Symphony of the Night and it's, uh, it's hitting all those same notes of Symphony of the Night but then it goes a wee bit further as well because mm-hmm. um, it's got uh, crafting uh, a lot of crafting in it um, and side quests as well so you've got uh, sort of like this home base that you go back to to do your alchemy and craft things that's uh, where the shop is and you there's a couple of characters NPCs there that you can pick up side quests and see and it's usually down to either you know craft this item for this person um, or kill this many of this specific type of monster um, and you get items from that um, but yeah it's like when I say it's Castlevania like even like the plot um, you play this girl, Miriam. She is a shard bearer, I think they call them. Uh, so it's uh, these... 
alchemist took these children and bound them with these weird shards to give them demon powers and it all eats away at them. Uh, and the bad guy is also one of these that was uh, was your friend and now he has lost it and gone off and done this thing to summon a castle. So, <laughs> summon the castle summon and the it. castle there and now you're trying to get rid of the castle. Sweet. By going through it and killing everything and getting them. So, yeah. There's like a character in it uh, that is like, oh, what's his name again? Something Dracul. And it's it's Alucard. All right, okay. It's just Alucard. Sweet. Um, and even down to the enemies, you know, there's these things that aren't skeletons, but there's these weird blobs that uh, throw bones at you. <laughs> there is a... Totally not a Medusa head, but it still flies all over the place. Turned oh, you to stone? God damn, yeah. For fuck's sake. They're still there. They're uh, an enemy called a, a Dula Hammer, which is like... So it's like a Dulahan, you know, a headless horseman, yep. uh, but has a big mace. Uh, but also there's the Dula Hammer head. That's what float, Quick flies away. That is an Irish fucking... It uh, is, yeah. Yep, that, that is Irish myth. Never knew that. I only learned that not so long ago. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so much something that you, you, you fight your doppelganger. Wow, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really, really good. Feeds, feeds really good. Uh, different types of weapons. You get... Uh, the, was that in Symphony of Night or was it always basically a, a sword? No, you got swords, you got maces, you got... Uh, there was different things. You got wee knives where you could do like the quick stab motions and all. All right. I think this takes it a bit further because you've got the, the likes of, uh, you know, you've got spears, oh. longer reach. You've got uh, great swords. Um, you've got whips. The whip doesn't go straight out in front of you, though, which I don't like. Okay. <laughs> so you're making a, you're putting a cast or a, a whip in your not Castlevania game. That whip needs to extend fully out. Yep. Um, and then uh, the the way they deal with the, they have this shard system as well where you have these d- different types of shards in different slots and that's what you use your, your magic for so oh, it's, yeah, okay. it's like the sub weapons cool. um, and there's so many of them every single weapon or, or every single enemy in the game uh, well almost every single enemy in the game drops some sort of shard which gives you an ability and there's different types so there's active ones where you're uh, you know, hitting Y or triangle yeah. panel controller using it and it's doing something, it's usually shooting something out or summoning something. Uh-huh. And then you've got directional ones where you're using your right stick uh, and you can direct it so that's like firing an arrow or that would, the axe. Mm. No, I think the axe is a red one. I, but anyway, it's what someone something you can direct somewhere. There's a passive one. Uh, there's a, and you also get a familiar as well. So I've got like a, a silver set of night armor that just floats about and stabs things for me um so yeah there's there's a lot going on i put about uh 20 hours into it so far and i'm i think 66 percent through the map is there multiple characters no okay you just get Miriam, but you can customize her okay sweet so like uh, the this was different from castlevania as well all your accessories you always keep your main costume you don't change costume but your accessories so your head slot uh you have a scarf slot that sort of thing they all appear on your character and there's some absolutely stupid silly ones um, of course and then so yeah you those show up and but then you find uh you can find there's an enemy in it 
that is uh, like this crazy knife hand guy. Um, and you find one of those that isn't an enemy, he's an NPC, uh, and he's a barber. And uh, you can customize, you get, you unlock different hairstyles and you can customize the color. Sweet. <laughs> and the, the, the barber's name is Todd. Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Todd. Very <laughs> yeah. good. Um, yeah, so that's pretty good. Um, this sounds amazing. You've sold me. It's, like. It is. It really has done, done is a really. This probably the best Kickstarter game then? It's the best Kickstarter game I've played, I think. Oh, look, he's. I'm just trying to think of Kickstarter games. Um, that actually came out. Well, the other big one that everyone was excited for, but turned out a wee bit disappointing. Oh, many number nine. Yeah, I bought that. Well, I didn't buy it. I kickstarted towards it, so I got my copy, yeah. and I was a bit. Do you know that it's? I don't. I don't think it's as bad as people make out. I think people give it a lot of shit because of the ad campaign. I think it's really badly run, though, as well. It's like there, there was the, uh, they promised to release it on like ten different consoles. Yeah, yeah. And delivered three. Three and um, like a, there was a bunch of stuff that that wasn't yeah th- there was they, all, they didn't hold up yeah it didn't make it no um because they reached all their stretch goals they did. that's how they got themselves in so much trouble yep um they, they met yeah. everything because people were like oh it's a basically a new Mega Man and it, but but this one's a, like uh, Bloodstain's really well done yeah. and they even managed to release like a was it like a 16-bit version? An 8-bit, uh, uh, the ritual... Cur- no, Curse of the Moon? Curse of the Moon. Or Ritual of the Moon? Ritual no, of the Cur- Moon. Because it's Ritual of the Night. It's Ritual of the Moon, oh, I think. Right. Uh, I, is Curse of the Moon a Castlevania game? Might be. You might be right. But I know they've done <laughs> the Wii 8-bit game, and apparently it was fantastic. Yeah. And part, is it true that some of the enemies from the 8-bit game show up? Oh, yeah. Bosses and everything. Are, like, um, oh, yeah. I haven't played uh, Ritual of the Moon, but like... Uh, you want like to, I, I looked up a boss on a wiki and saw that that, that boss also appeared in. Sweet. Uh, Would in you one. want to play it now after playing this? Yeah, yeah, I want to give it a go. Mm. Uh, I know in that one the the main character you have to fight him. His name is Zengitsu. Right. And then I just think of the the uniform from Kill the Kill, <laughs> who is also called Zengitsu. Um. Yeah. Uh, so the. Really good game. Sweet. Really, really good. Now, the last thing I have to ask, because obviously Castlevania Symphony of the Night was very, very famous for its incredible soundtrack. What are we talking soundtrack-wise in this? I thought it was Castlevania. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is very. Uh, I think you, you were looking, you said it, it is the same mm. person that does this I that did on Symphony of the Night. So, yeah. She still got it then. Mm. That's good to know. That's good to know. Happy you, days. You, you might hear a bit of it later. Oh. But yeah, that's a, it's a game I definitely want to get, and I'm so glad to hear that from a Castlevania fan like myself that uh, you're loving it. So happy days that'll have to well, be picked you're, up. You're gonna love it as well. You know, like it, you get to the point where it's like you are just playing a Castlevania game. Yeah. Like through like I I need to show you it just so you, so you know, and it has one of the best enemies I've ever seen. Okay. I can't remember her name, but it's just like. Um, it's like just a, a humanoid character. There's a like a woman wearing this red dress, mm-hmm. and she's got a red guitar, and she starts playing it. Right. And an actual full-on song starts playing. Right. And with guitar solos and everything, and she's playing the different guitar solos. Attacks are coming out, and sometimes I just like stand there out of her range, just let her go. So wait. She can fucking wail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's very cool. That's very cool. Uh, the, what was the last thing I was going to oh yeah yeah so I was actually going to ask the thing um, very quickly I wanted to point out did anyone see the trailer or what do you call the guy again that made it the famous developer 
he made Igarashi? yep it's him sitting at the table and he sees all the negative comments and he's all right I'm going to prove them all wrong and he stands up and then it shows you the, the, the game how it looked and how it looks now and apparently it was just a great way of doing it it was like no nah, I'm not taking your shit no I know and he was like but he was kind of saying ah you're right this looked like shit uh, um, but I'll shut you up and I, I didn't still, really see much of a difference I still prefer a different look and, uh, I think the weakest part of the game to, is the look to probably. be honest I would agree the, the weakest part is is the graphics right but you know why that is because I would have wanted pixels. Pi- pixel graphics yeah. nice art styles I just yeah just really nicely animated pixel graphics that would have been amazing but uh, like it's it's a small thing it doesn't ah. hold you back at all like um, the characters aren't too bad it's the backgrounds I think the background the, the, yeah, the background like so, some of the the NPCs don't like don't look anywhere near as good as you uh, can tell the time was spent spent on Mirim. Right. Uh, Get generic uh, dragon number one, make it three D. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I far. Uh, that's just a if you're giving me side scores, give me pixel art. Very that's good. just a personal preference. Mm. Or even a nice hand drawn art style would be good. Uh-huh. I like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. I, I just like two D animation. Yeah, two D animations, damn good, damn good. But we will move on to the, the last part of our video game section. So Nintendo announced the Switch Lite. So have they given a date for it? I don't know. I'm fucking not even sure. I will not lie. I know this is obviously this Christmas. St- stall, for, stall for time and I'll find out. The I, Okay, stall for time. Stalling. I'm stalling for time. Thank you for waiting. Why call in does some research? Yeah, We're stalling and stalling. Maybe can stop that. <laughs> We're done? Nope. Right. Okay. The point of this Nintendo yeah. uh, Switch Lite, though, is that it's basically a Switch, but you can't dock it and play it on a TV anymore. It is literally a now handheld. It's a handheld. It's a handheld. And it's still going to... Now, as far as I was reading, it'll play the majority of Switch games, but some of them won't be able to be played for controller-type reasons, I think. Yeah, stuff that you have to play docked. Right. St- there's stuff you have to play docked. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but obviously it's the Switch Lite. I'm September. September. Oh, that's actually not far. <laughs> Jeez, that's not far. But uh, I would be interested in getting one because I know it's going to be cheaper. It's a handheld, and I think for me, Nintendo always has been the daddy of the handhelds. Yep. I mean, I own, oh. a, I own a Vita, for God's sake, and I don't use it for any other reason the than... Plus, this looks like reason, a fancy Vita. The only reason the Switch even exists is so they could roll everything into their handheld mm. and just do okay we'll just have a console that you can play on the tv but it's also a handheld mm. and obviously like any of like the 3ds and all that the the ds they all sell stupid amounts yep, they do um so the, they obviously see that the switch isn't doing the numbers why the switch is doing amazing numbers don't yep. get me wrong yep. but like not even like the Xbox 360 and all that can compare to what the handhelds did. Yeah. So they're like, okay, there's more people out there to be got. Let's do the cheaper mm. handheld only. Handheld only that those people were buying before when they got the 3DS. If it worked for me, I would be very tempted to get one. If I didn't have a Switch, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Because mm. you'd be able to play it. I mean, there's games that I would love. To. I'm guessing, though, even though it's handheld only, you can still. Hook up the uh, multiple uh, controllers. See, if, I, if I have my Switch played up over there, you know, the little Joy Cons are attached. Mm-hmm. So you think you can still plug in, like I'll have a dock where you can plug in like a GameCube controller or something. Oh, right. But you can, it doesn't, it never broadcasts on the TV screens. Mm. No. So it can be a plug in. But see, if, see if I'm playing my Switch with Link the TV, you can use your Wii Switch Lite as one of the controllers. Oh, nice. Like right there, as mm-hmm. me. 
That's cool. They've stripped out a, an or a couple of things as well, um, but it's nothing. It's like the HD rumble. Okay. Mm. Um, Turn it off then if you're ever playing serious. And the IR motion camera, which Makes. is just, to, I'm assuming, captures the motion stuff mm. when you move it around because some things work Still like use that. Yeah, it's for Pokemon Go, isn't it? Not? That's right. You can, you, you can yeah. There's something to do with the Switch and Pokemon Go actually working mm-hmm. together. But yeah, it's a big announcement. Um, and then you're absolutely right. Nintendo know there's still people that haven't, that are more into the, the portable than the, the home console, and they're thinking, right, we'll, we'll get our sales here. There's just not a fucking Lego style assembly, pre assembly, needing all the bits and bobs. It's like, there's a console thing, one thing, just go inward, that, that's all you're going to have. Yep. I'd, I'd definitely be interested in getting September too. It's not too far. That's what, only two, three months away now? So, what are you going to play, Resident Evil 4? Oh, I. <laughs> I'll buy it at a high price. It's on the Nintendo store, so yeah, you will. <laughs> oh, man, really? That's like 35 lids there, isn't it? That's crazy. Uh, I'm the Switch as well on top early, so it's a dear version of Resi 4 for you. That's right? the dearest version I think I've ever paid for. Um, no, because. No, hang on. Have they given a price for it? Uh, 159 that's, around about. That's pretty sweet. 159. Ah, so that, that's actually really good. for Because the Switch isn't exactly, you know, uh, light on its power. It has some good looking games yeah. out there. Hell, it, I could get Doom on the go. It does. It, um, and I, I'm pretty sure the, the Switch always performs better when it's not docked. Because obviously its screen is a it's a lower resolution. So. Mm. Gee, there's definitely a cry as well on it. Thank oh, you, Luke. It's uh, comments from the audience. Yep, live studio audience this month, folks. <laughs> Ooh, I don't want to be in the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I honestly can't see that running particularly well. Devil May Cry? Uh, oh, wait, the original? The original. Uh, I was thinking five. No, it's the... Yeah, the original will be fine. Yeah. I know that Bloodstain's on there, but it don't yeah, run too well. having problems at the moment. Oh, the, the, it says that I get patches. Like but apparently so. it doesn't run well on anything except for PC. Really? <laughs> oh, dear. Obviously, I'm going to be up. You better get shell PCs, too. <laughs> Just for Blood's Day. <laughs> yeah, don't, uh, that, would actually, that would actually swing me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Castlevania, man. Because <laughs> uh, there'd be some games that I actually wouldn't mind getting. Uh, obviously, Smash, Mario Kart. Um, you have to play Zelda. I'm not a big Zelda fan, you see. Uh, you need to play this one, though. Is it really good? Uh? Really, really good. Okay. Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Where you get links? I think That's you get the first game Scott would buy. <laughs> you get Link sword shield and uh, armor, I think. <laughs> oh, of course you do. I would not be surprised if that was a high you rank. You play that. Probably the horse, the, too. What did the Monster Hunter game they released on it? Oh, yeah. Mm. What was that again? Uh, Monster Hunter World? No, no. Oh, no, what was it, the one they got? It was more like the older Monster Hunters. Aye, aye, that's uh, right. It was like a Greatest Hits type thing. Yes. Uh, it's like, it's almost like a mini game sort of uh, what was that called I uh, know the one you're talking about but yeah you've got that you've got Luigi's Mansion coming obviously I uh, always enjoyed those um, uh, oh there's the, the, every game yeah. plus you've got all your classic games that's a bag well guys see any of your in, indie games that you play mm. you'll want to get them on the Switch instead of anywhere else from there. like say, uh, like even like because you have top of my head like Sonic Mania yeah like that would be a really good one if you had it back when that came out yeah uh, and we're getting it for the first time because then you can take that with you and play it anywhere that would be pretty sweet 
That would kill a lot of quiet nights and work on Sundays. <laughs> be lethal. But yeah, I definitely think it's a smart idea. Um, I can't see anyone even trying to go head-to-head with Nintendo anymore in terms of the, the handheld market. Like, Sony tried twice. Many have tried. Many have tried, and many have failed. Like, so you had, when there was the Game Boy, it was the Game Gear that tried to take them down, and that failed. Uh, then you had the DS. And That's because you could only play Game Gear for about five minutes. No, the battery. batteries. Jesus. Obviously, the big thing that Game Gear used to try and advertise was, oh, full color screen. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that's great, but it doesn't have a backlight. So <laughs> it's full color screen. So you end up what? buying the power adapter for it, which means then you're stuck beside a power outlet, which completely defeats the, the point. purpose of the handheld. <laughs> yep. So fucking stupid. Because it, it took something like eight double A batteries as well, didn't it? And it lasted like ten minutes. Aye, it was bad. It just devoured the batteries. And then they started releasing these sort of rechargeable battery packs, but they cost you like seventy fucking quid. Mm. It lasted about five minutes and took oh yeah. shit, took twelve hours, hours to, to recharge. recharge. Oh, shit. You only think that, like you think further back in before that, like when it was all the the computers like Amstrad and stuff uh, like that there too. Like anything, like, oh, I remember buying like joysticks and stuff like that there for them things and they broke within weeks uh, do you know what I mean they weren't bolt they last they were just there to get the money off no uh, the Game Gear definitely wasn't bolt the Game Boy was tough as nails yeah oh my Game Boy took fair amount of oh, beating yeah. but my Game Gear I think I got like two knocks and the screen was coming out and I was like what the fuck's this ah, so gutted and then obviously you had uh, do you remember that thing Atari tried to release the Lynx the Atari Lynx mm. what a pile of shit that was that was an oral one. It was like, look at all these graphics we got. I was like, still can't knock a Game Boy off yeah. its perch. Yeah. And then obviously the... There's a Neo Geo one too. That's right, the Neo Geo one. Mm-hmm. And then, do you remember that barcode thing? What? A barcode monster thing? A barcode battler thing or mm. something it was called. That, that, so long before Pokemon was a thing, this company did this weird thing. They released this handheld thing. And what you used to do was like collect barcodes off like just your normal shopping items and send them in and then they would send you like a wee code and you put it into your wee device and then you got all these different monsters and then what, you could connect them and fight with your mates what year would that have been oh this is the fucking early 90s and just saying pokemon came out in 95 yeah no that was uh, like I it was <laughs> search barcode battler i'm curious uh, when when was the barcode battler released because this thing was oh it was dog shit like because it wasn't proper graphics it was remember those wee stupid do you remember used to get like them wee LCD sort of games? Yeah. Hmm. It was one of them. Yeah, it was like... What the fuck is this? Yeah. 1991. Oh, Jesus. Fucking mental looking, isn't it? Yeah. Butler. I think the idea was... Uh, what What time did the... What do you call come out? The Dreamcast? Oh, the Dreamcast was 99? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say because I was thinking about it. It was like a Tomodachi thing too, like in the Dreamcast. Uh, thing. Dreamcast but, they probably had the idea of doing us and letting on there was this big database of like monsters or whatever yeah. it was but in theory it was only like 10 or 20 they had and they were like this is too big we can't do this yeah. you know what I mean but I, I don't know anyone that actually owned one I remember reading about it and going oh. wow this sounds really cool but then I seen A the price of the fucking thing and B you know just LED I, it was LE fucking or I, it was LED or LC whatever the fuck it was it was just just awful looking and I was like, no, I'll, I'll go back. Oh, dear God. I'm on Combat King's unofficial barcode battler website. Right. That is all. Oh, is there <laughs> not? I, was, I was wondering, was there any for sale or some shit? Oh, Jesus. It looks like a Geo Cities. Fuck. 
<laughs> it was an awful piece of machinery. But yeah, that tried to go toe to toe with the, boy, the, the the Game Boy, and that got absolutely crushed. And then obviously you had Sony's attempts, and as good as those devices were, they still weren't taking <laughs> Nintendo off the top spot. The Vita only days and that's one of the. They did really, did really well, well in Japan. The Vita. Mm. Yep. Hmm. Massive era. They stopped support. That's how it kept limping along. Microsoft one. Microsoft had one that died off slowly after. Uh, I don't think they ever Fuck released. It. Uh, it was meant to have like GPS and all on it. And I remember uh, then Microsoft, the uh, Microsoft pulled out of it then. The and they Nokia N Gage. That's right, the N Gage. There was some Nvidia one as well, one point. The Shield. Oh, the Shield. The Shield still knocks about, but it it's just like a PC. Oh, right. it's, uh, like it's just a portable PC that can play some PC game. So weird on that, just. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to take a break and uh, we'll be right back with some uh, beer necessities and some other topics. In the meantime, enjoy this fabulous piece of music or maybe an ad. We, we don't know yet. I leave my kids at home unattended when I go out drinking, but I don't want them to get into trouble. What can I do? I've petitioned Congress to outlaw everything that isn't suitable for children, but they're not listening. Try the Vindication Angel Curse Buster BC. Holy f***ing sh- that's right. The Vindication Angel Curse Buster BC monitors television and movies for profanity and replaces it with a convenient, similar-sounding word. Who the fumble are you, codfish? Come over here and lick my banana bread. Plus, if your children try to watch gymnastics, women's tennis, or any other softcore pornography, you're sent a text message immediately so you can feel like you're parenting even when you're not. With the Vindication Angel Curse Buster BC, you never have to worry about your children being exposed to profanity, nudity, bestiality, polygamy, drug or alcohol use, mooning, heavy petting, teabagging, attractive teen girls in bikinis, homosexuality, or science. The Vindication Angel Curse Buster BC. It's time to start editing reality. So uh, I guess the guys that were taking the smoking out of Gears of War have gone a bit further now, boys. <laughs> 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 What is it? The Vindicator what? Uh, the Vindicator Curse Buster 5000. Yeah, that's what uh, this BC. episode is sponsored by. <laughs> that's what our show is sponsored by. Yep, we have a whole pile of kerfuffle on our show. This show would make no sense if you... See if you bleeped out the swearing on this, it'd just be one big long bleep. <laughs> With the odd beer. <laughs> All right, speak, oh, yeah. speaking of beer... <laughs> Oh, did you? No, I didn't. No, you didn't. No, no. I, I'm just going to... Uh, no, I always thought Colin used to be a bird, like, professional one. <laughs> Quiet, you. <laughs> oh, this is it. This is it. Look for those beer necessities. Those simple beer necessities. Forget about your silly WKDs. Yeah, I mean those beer necessities With rums and gins and even whiskeys Those simple beer necessities of life Damn you guys, we, we need to get into the charts for that shit there we'd, we'd make a billion dollars I still then lose it certain it when we get sued <laughs> Lose it at that track My lovely horse <laughs> uh, There, so Colin, you, you surprised us with the beer this month what, what, what have you, what have you got first? I did, I got a can of beer A can of beer 
Man, that would be a great name for a beer. I can't. <laughs> wait, 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 Dublin. Dublin. Oh, nice. Get the fucking accent on you. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's made by a pizza restaurant. Oh. What? So, Rascals makes pizza. But they're uh, a brewing company. And beer. Oh, that's okay. Pizza and beer. Yeah, I'm look, at, I'm looking at a picture of their place, and it looks really cool. It's the same color as this can, the whole building, like. Wow. <laughs> and it's got that big logo. So, it's a... Uh, and I, What color would you call that? Oh, wait. Blue... Turquoise. Oh, tur- turquoise. Oh, it's Turkish. I'm looking. Turkish. At- Turkish. <laughs> Did you actually look at the can? Did it I what? Look at the can. It tells you how to pour it first. Huh? Like, oh shit! You have to do something else. Look, roll and pour. So it tells you to roll first before you actually pour it. So I basically. Oh, don't can. do that. Oh yeah, it actually says roll and pour. No, that- you have to roll and pour for it. Well, that's if you're pouring it. I'm just going to drink out of the can like an animal. What is, it? is, that, is this like a trolling thing? They just want everyone to <laughs> fizz their beer up? <laughs> I'll, I'll risk it. Probably risk it. <laughs> well, it doesn't say like bounce it. It just says roll it. You know, you don't have to roll vigorously. Well, look at me and my big words. So this is their uh, IPA meets Belgian with beer and orange peel. I th- Wait, Ooh. it's called Yankee White IPA. Uh, yeah, so that's what it uh, describes as um, yeah, IPA plus Belgian plus orange peel. Uh, so it's citrus I, and hazy. I'm so assuming that, so. You've you've drank Blue Moon before. Mm-hmm. That is a Belgian white. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's that uh, type yeah. of what uh, Belgian white beer is, uh, and it does have that orangey taste to it as well. So, uh, yeah. Let me just. Look at because uh, they have a pretty good page for each of their beers. Uh, so it says it's Rascals Pizza Place, and they're, they're it's called Rascals Brewing Company, but they're a uh, pizza place too. I bet you their pizzas are good, Bra- they look good. So they like beer, they must know pizza. Mm. Uh, so American IPA meets Belgian wit beer. Uh, Yankee is a hybrid of the two styles, hopped like an American IPA with the malt bill of a wheat beer and fermented with Belgian wit yeast. Uh, big citrus and peachy fruit profile with subtle spice from the Belgian yeast. Uh, Yankee has a soft body, uh, light mouthfeel, whatever that means, giving the beer a crisp and refreshing finish. Yankee White IPA has all the complex hot flavor of an IPA and the finely balanced, uh, and is finely balanced with the bright flavor of a wheat beer. Ooh. I do like wheat beers and I do like IPAs. Hmm. This could be good. This could be good. Uh, will we crack this open and uh, oh wait, Ninja's gonna right. roll it first. Roll first. Oh yeah, the, the uh, can't hear that at all. <laughs> <laughs> He's moved the mic and everything, and you can't hear the beer being rolled. The can actually does say to roll it, so but I'm just gonna drink out of the can. Can we have courtesy rolling song? Courtesy rolling, 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 I've opened it now. Oh, that was a good. Oh, that was. Crisp as shit, that one. I definitely don't want to get sued by Fred Durst. <laughs> yeah, that dick would sue That's you. Yeah, he needs the money right now at the moment. Oh, Ninja, you are... I like it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> too much head. Oh, dear. No, but that will go down. No, that's the way we went. Yes. That's too much head, though. <laughs> oh, so, it's very... It's cloudy. Oh, that's nice. Oh yeah, it's unfiltered and unpasteurized, so we'll catch all sorts of ringworms. Sweet, we're all gonna have the shites. <laughs> <laughs> the Belgian mates. Shall we, gents? Let's do it. Woo. 
Ooh. Ooh, that's nice. Stay safe. That's not bad. That's nice from Blue Moon. It's not the orange is a second. Yeah, Blue Moon uh, is feels a lot heavier or something than, than this. Uh, uh, There's just a nice little hint of orange. So keep in mind, this, uh, did I say this isn't actually a wheat beer? Uh, yeah, you said it was. Well, this is an IPA, but it's they're using a wheat beer to make it. I know. It. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's not a wheat beer. It's just got right. the bright flavor of wheat beer mm. uh, because of the yeast it uses. That's really nice. I actually like it. Mm. So, what percent are we talking? Five percent. Fucking dear, though, for a can. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, oh, jeez. Ah, uh, it's bells in again. Um. Are you getting any peach though? Do you taste peach? No, I'm just getting that wee hint of orange. So maybe, um, maybe our palates aren't fine enough. Our palates. What? Our, eh? Peach. Peach. What's a beach taste the, like? Uh, <laughs> salt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any fucking peaches. We're going to tell you what they taste like. Hmm. Oh, that's nice, sir. Yeah, like, I'm sorry to all our listeners. I know you can actually hear me drinking because <laughs> of the way my mic's positioned. At least you can hear something because we all take a drink at the same time and all go silent. Well, <laughs> since I couldn't, couldn't swallow it. But oh, that's that orange. Yeah. Oh, shit. Mm. Take a wee sip of that. No, I don't. Oh, I'm not drinking it. Really blue Moon one's not as nice. I think it's definitely nicer. No, that, that, that's nicer than Blue Moon. I agree. That's got a wee bit of a nice aftertaste there, too. It's like mm. the sweet. It's got like the nice taste of their APAs, but it's got the sweet aftertaste. Yeah, it's got that kind of. So when when you drink a wheat beer, it's got this multi sort of satisfying taste to it, and and but that's got the just sharpness of uh, like your IPAs, mm. so you can taste the the hops. Um, that's terrible description of the name, but no, uh, it's nice. Uh, so th- they seem to do a shitload of beers. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they do them all in cans. Um, or how often they do them, uh, but let's go through some. Are these guys based in Dublin then? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're based in Dublin. Junky, 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 junky bastard. Yeah, junky, junky bastard. I've never shit in a bucket. Hold on, boys. We, 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 we can't. We can't be making fun of that person. We'll have to go off the air forever. <laughs> Yeah, what happened to them boys doing that uh, game of mobile homes? I, 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 uh, I, I, I never heard it. from them again. <laughs> I bags like at stars and no fighting videos. You're the best shit talker man you have to do. I'd say the best like uh, Irish accent to be on the on the whole continent, like our country, sorry, would be the Hardy Bucks. Definitely. Oh, Their versus now. 24 years living in the street, drinking, smoking. Taking a few years. <laughs> they call him the Viper. He's got snake-like movements. <laughs> Sorry, we're kind of going to be tangent here because it's uh, mentioned Dublin, but uh, uh, so like like some of their their beers. And so we got Born Slippy. No, Fuck. sorry, Born Sippy. Born, Born Sippy. Sippy that which is, is a lager. Um, <laughs> strawberry Vanilla Shake IPA. Oh. Uh, Yale Ale, which is American Cream Ale. Uh, the a granola stout, which granola? is called Serial Killer. <gasps> That's oh, a cool name. That is nice. That's a good name. I have to try and get some cereal killer. Fruitropolis Pale Ale. I like that. Fruitropolis Pale Ale. Uh, we've I'm guessing that's a bunch of loaded pale ale. This is a lot of what's saying special, so th- I don't think they have these all the time. Good ah. Vibrations West Coast IPA, Nine New England IPA, uh, an Irish coffee stout, a raspberry and hisp- hibiscus saison. We had a was it last week last month we had the saison. We were talking about the saison. Okay, what's that? 
Uh, Maybe it was a, no. That last month was Eugene's uh, banana beer. beer. Uh, uh, oh, I think that banana beer. Beer. actually I had yeah. to say something. It was nice, but it was like was it eleven percent? It was, a it was very very strong. It yeah. kicked, it, it kicked our asses. Uh, we got grey area lemon thyme saison. Oh. Uh, chai so serious, which is a milk stout. <laughs> I'm guessing it's got a chai uh, taste to it. Uh, straight up bourbon stout. Stout. Bourbon stout? No. <laughs> Whit woo with ginger? Whit woo. I, I don't know. So here's some of their all year on you. So we got Yankee Yankee White IPA, which we're drinking. We got a Wunderbar IPA, Big Ooh. Hop Red, uh, which I'm assuming is a red ale. Uh, Session Pale Ale uh, called Happy Days. Oh, I like that name. Happy Days. Uh, a Pina Colada Pale Ale. Pina Colada Pale That's an older special, though. All right. Uh, Raspberry Sunday IPA. We're back into specials again. Uh, uh, five New England Pale Ale. Seven New England Pale Ale. I don't know. I would like to try the Serial Killer, because the yeah, gr- it's, granola it's, pale ale would it's be... It's the most... Uh, what about a bourbon milkshake stout? A bourbon milkshake stout. It's, it's barrel-aged. Bloody hell. They've got some interesting beers. Chardonnay Saison. Chardonnay Saison. Well, it's, 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 it's bar, barrel-aged as well. Does that mean they're barrel-aged in, in a wine barrel? I would assume, or maybe that it could be a whiskey like barrel. Terrible. Margarita sour not shaken. That <laughs> sounds good. These guys have been doing some of it experimenting, hey? Yeah, so the, like uh, looking at this, they they remind me of the the place that you don't say anymore because you were saying it too much. Yep, yep. I'll say it, the Wall City Brewery. So it's the same sort of thing yeah. set up with the restaurant with them. They do their own uh, experimenting with a bit of beers and make their own beers. Oh, I always forget to go there. Huh? It's literally like a five minute walk from. Us, like, yeah. We always like we go straight there. Like we're always walking back and we see them like what? Why don't you go there? Do you know? Do you, uh, so I don't know if anyone from the Wall City Brewery listens to us, but I really hope they do because you responded to our email about doing an interview, and then I responded back to you, and I haven't heard from you since. So if you still want us to do that interview, go and give us a shout back, please, because <laughs> I'd really like to do that interview. <laughs> I'm not just a, you know, not just for the sake of tasting free beer and all. It's just I think it'd be a pretty cool thing to do. Dude. You said an interview, Stu, not a tasting session. <laughs> <laughs> Is that man drunk? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just how he looks. Um, but yeah, this is really nice. Yeah, it's so easily it's it's very easily drank. Yeah, I would uh, agree. That's a problem. It's one of, it actually is one of the nicer APAs we've had. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you would drink it. It's it's like not as thick, not as cider, but like it's like a nice APA with none of that after fucking like. Mm, there's that twang I uh, sort of like. I, I it's find, really smooth after I find wheat beer is very easy to drink. It's true. In general, so that's probably part of the reason why mm. it seems so easy. I think it's if very you smooth. Like, you'd be sweet, you drink like four or five, it'd be, you'd be yeah, good no aftertaste, but after a while, I think that's the moment you start feeling your throat, where it's like you start feeling uh, flammy, sort of like. Oh, that's the sort of the citrusy. Sort of shit the, that's, that's more the citrusy sort of. It's like an Erdinger, sort of. An Erdinger flavour. Yeah, so Erdinger yep. uh, uh, a wheat beer, yeah. That's a really good way. Uh, great description. You get that dirty throat feeling after a while, you're like, like mm. you're sort of frothing from the tits up. Yep. Uh, from the tits up. So there you go. That's a that's a definite uh, that's a definite yay from the Evil G Gang. Ah, fucking right. Is that a good name for us, the Evil G Gang? No, Christ Almighty, that's a bad name. 
From us. There you go. That's, that's a yay from, from us. us. From us. Dickbags. I always think crew. Crew and actually Evil G better. crew. Yeah, Evil G crew. All right. Posse. It was Evil G Evil G posse. Why wouldn't this be the Evil gang? The evil it, gang. it makes us sound less like we should be driving around in a van solving mysteries. Which maybe we should. Can you imagine us trying to solve mysteries? That'd be amazing. You took their flag. For anyone in this country, they'll get that. Anyone else is going, what? Um, But yeah, yeah. Good beer, good beer. Uh, So was it Yankee Yankee White IPA by Rascals Brewing Company? Down in good old Dublin. We're the young junkies, junkies, bastards. I'm sorry. I always have to bring that up. It's amazing. Um, it's a good video. <laughs> it is a hilarious series. There you go. There's a quick recommendation. Go watch Game of Mobile Homes. You'll laugh your horses <laughs> off. But uh, so, or just look up the beef between the what do you call the Navins and the, the Joyces? The Joyces and I the Navins. Know your man from the My Big Gypsy Wedding. Well, I, I actually met him a fortnight ago. The, basically, the king of the fucking gypsies, and he was, there he was, the middle of the Tracy's chatting there, fucking work. Jesus, <laughs> hey. madness. It's a hand trick that says you're fucking hairy. <laughs> <laughs> pure, Big Davy on his way. <laughs> pure civil. Like, no worry and all the pure sound as fuck. This makeshift WWE belts that he bought down in the fucking market. <laughs> Makes more sense than the last episode of Game of Thrones. Is that Finn Balor? <laughs> oh, that was no. It was the, what the Davy lo- Joyce. One of the travellers had like a belt and your mum was saying it was like he bought it down in the, the toy store. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. But uh, we're, we're going to move that, that on. That should be, Finn Balor's new gimmick should be Irish traveller. A gypsy? That'd be amazing. <laughs> no, don't give those ideas. <laughs> oh my God. That'd be, that'd be any, great. That'd be amazing. Hey, like Vince McMahon could be listening to this I love it. <laughs> Sign that man up to the creative team. <laughs> give me a caravan now. Yes. I'll be two weeks, guys, and I'll get sacked. Don't worry, that's how creative works in WWE. Brock Lesnar's gonna drop the belt to me! (laughs) (laughs) I'm just gonna start going all fucking Vince Russo on (laughs) Oh dear, oh dear. But, uh, so we're gonna quickly move on to our brand new section, the real waifus of the Evil G. Hills. (laughs) Hills? Hills? (laughs) Evil G Hills. Alright. Mountains of salt. (laughs) So, uh... Mountains of salt. Basically what this is, folks, is uh, uh, every so often when uh, seasons of anime have finished, Calm and when Eugene's here and Ninja and Fat Cat, big anime fans, and they will discuss animes and recommend what you should watch. But obviously instead of waiting each time for every season and things like that to end, we're going to have this quick section where each month one of the Evil G crew, that's a crew is nice, uh, one of the Evil G crew will recommend something or something, maybe two things for you to watch. Yeah, um, two. Two. So, Colin, you're going to start us off, because this, this is your baby. This is your creation. So, what is the real waifu that you're going to recommend for us? Okay. So, the, the idea that back in the two is is we go for one that is very, very recent, mm. uh, which will be in, you know, would, would have aired in the, the previous season. Uh, and then just one from whenever the hell you feel like it. Because I was thinking, if you keep talking about the most recent stuff, you never get to talk about... Classic yeah, stuff. Like, the chance of you talking about your favourites unless the most amazing show comes on is uh, yeah. it's not great. I almost hit myself up the face with <laughs> my I thought the mic attacked you there, man. Yeah, I think one of the feet have gone from We're under having an odd one this month, <laughs> we really are. <laughs> oh dear. It would have been fine if he hadn't started laughing. <laughs> oh, Kath. <laughs> oh dear. So, so back uh, to professionalism. <laughs> <laughs> so my first uh, uh, recommendation 
from this season. This is just wrapped up. It is on Amazon Prime, um, and it's called Dororo. Okay. Um, so it's actually a remake of a anime that was made. Well, it's based on a manga, but the anime the original was made in the sixties. It's black and white. Um, and I may have, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before when I was going through the normal upcoming stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but this is the one that's uh, about a child that was born and all his body parts are uh, sacrificed to demons. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he survives. Yes. Uh, grows up. He's the son of a feudal lord, uh, but he the, he sacrifices him for the good of the land uh, to make everything nice and crops grow prosperous, mm. that sort of thing. Um they hand the baby off to the maid to say, get get rid of that. It's got no skin. Um, and instead of, like, killing it or whatever, the uh, the woman puts it in a basket and sends it floating down the river uh, where a man finds it and raises him. Um, gives him prosthetics. Um, yeah, so, yeah, it's feudal Japan, but uh, there's these perfectly working prosthetics. Uh, Don't worry about it. It's kind of Afro Samurai, then. <laughs> it's, it's, cool. it's feudal yeah, Japan. It is like cool. It's futuristic cool. stuff. Um, so he, he, the, this guy specializes in making prosthetics. So the uh, kid gets uh, fake skin, fake eyes, fake arm flakes, all that stuff. If there's anywhere it makes sense for prosthetics, it would be feudal Japan, yeah. like, that, like weapons and all, but limb dismemberment and all. Like you would think like that's I, where they would. That's I mean, where the they fact would that his, it his, cool. his hands work uh, though somehow. All really clockwork <laughs> and weird. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's also like his forearm, his arms come off at the forearm, and he's got swords in there as well. So. You know, uh, as you do, and uh, the 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 main uh, story of of this uh, this show is him taking out the demons and getting his body parts one by one. Uh, in the course of doing so, he meets Dororo, who is a young child who is an orphan and runs about being a bit of a like stealing here, you know, trying to trying to con people that sort of a bit of a it's very. Streetwise, that sort of thing, and they, they team up and they, they travel together. And Dororo travels with uh, with him to I can't remember his name. It's a weird. It's a very strange Japanese name that I can't pronounce. Um, so Hakimaru, that's his name. <laughs> Hakimaru. Hakimaru. Uh, so yeah, it's it it goes through him finding demons, taking demons, and, and it's all that, like in these wee chunks, sort of, that they'll come across this place where there's this problem, um, they'll either, they won't always solve the problem, but something will happen, it'll turn out it's a demon, and, and mm. uh, he'll kill it, and, and get a body part back, but as the show progresses, it, it gets a bit more uh, into that, and um, it sort of goes along the lines of asking, well, what, is what he doing actually right, because as he gives his body parts back, Things get worse in the, land. in the Lord's lands, yeah. and uh, you know crops start dying on that because he's, you know, he's breaking that pact with the demons, mm. and he was uh, he was the one sacrificed, but uh, which is everyone will say is wrong, but um, at the same time he's hurting a lot more people, mm. and there, there causes conflict between him and Dororo, um, and that's sort of the the sort of main themes it, it explores. Some really cool action, um, some very nice uh, stylized mm. animation in there as well, and it's uh, it's a very very good show. I didn't even watch it properly, but from what I've seen, they looked like some of the demons weren't even necessarily that bad. But he's all upon no. sight was like die, 
Oh, he's single-minded. Yeah. That's all he knows. That's all he wants. He's like, give me back my body parts. And it's it's really, it's really good the way it blurs uh, lines. There's no good guy or bad guy. It's not like he's the hero trying to get his thing back, his things back, and his evil father's there. Mm-hmm. His father's not necessarily evil here. He did everything he did for the good of the people of that land. Yep. For the problems, though. Um, there's all the, the conflict with his, his mother as well. She had to deal with... Uh, uh, the you know sacrificing your firstborn child and mm. the, and you know the it, they have another child which is obviously Hakimaru's brother um, and there's there's a whole comp- complicated things there as well um, and he's he yeah. has some mommy issues because maybe she didn't love him as much because she gave her first child away even when he gets parts back like you'll suddenly get like ears back and for the, the entire next episode he's just freaking the fuck it's the first time he's ever heard anything he's like what mm. like it's all like complete sensory overload whenever he gets like a, a sensory organ back he's like what the fuck's going on it makes him fight for a while until yeah. he learns how to fight again yeah so it's pretty cool the way it does that that's sort of the early on stuff it's like uh, mm. what if you could never hear and then suddenly you could hear everything you'd be shit scared of everything mm. it would be harrowing mm-hmm. um, yeah and it, it goes down lines of, of, uh, of that sort of stuff as well um, yeah, really, really good characters. Uh, Dororo is very, very likable. Um, Hakimaru less so, but I think that's obviously... That's kind yeah, of the point. You know, the point, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dororo is sort of more the, the moral compass behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's a long one. It's a big 24 episodes. Um, I need to watch it. Eh? Which, watch it. 24 episode anime for me, sometimes suffer in the pacing. Uh, can kind of feel a little bit drawn out in the middle. Which yeah, this one kind of can, can as well. Right. Um, but even even given that, I still recommend it. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to just go straight in and first time and say, "Oh, for him, this season is Attack on Titan," because it's always Attack on Titan. Why wouldn't if you don't know about Attack if on Titan, you don't need me to uh, tell you no. about Attack on Titan. If it's the season for Attack on Titan, fucking just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely watch it. Yeah, much man. Fuck all the haters, that show was amazing this season. In the second? Mm-hmm. Yeah, took a wee while just to build on it. Had patience. Do you know what I mean? What's uh, um, So, let's go on to the second one then. So what's your what's your classic pick? Classic? Uh, that's that's how I'm going to describe it. Sorry. Uh, so, the, it's a show from 2009. You want to consider that classic. Okay. <laughs> so ten, it's ten, ten, years ten years old this year. And there's not a big enough deal being made about it, except for it being aired again in Japan. Okay, what is it? Uh, so let me let me set this up first. So, uh, are are you familiar with the uh, genre of anime? Yes, anime has different genres. Yeah. Uh, of slice of life. Uh, no. No. So the best way right, so I I can explain what uh, slice of life is, it's anime sitcom. You've watched Psyche K. Is that what that is? That is a slice of life anime. Okay. It's uh, using anime revolves around a the everyday life of its characters. It's got no particular plot or going anywhere, and there's just a situation every episode. It usually resolves by the end of the episode, uh, and it goes for laughs. Okay. Uh, so, I used to be like when I watched anime. Uh, in the probably like this would have released where I was in my early 20s, anyway. Uh, I was always very like my favorite anime 
still are like like said you know Ghost in the Shell that sort of thing had to be super serious mm, sort of stuff like dirty plot um, making you think all these all through the the late nineties into the two thousands there had been all this more uh, anime was geared towards more cutesy stuff mm-hmm. uh, and me being all. Uh, especially being a teenager is like oh, where's, where's all the blood and ultra violence I need boobs <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but this was probably the first uh, slice of life anime I watched it's called K-On um, and so the reason I actually gave this a chance was I had uh, watched a show called Beck which is about a band um, and this is also a show about a band, um, but it is uh, a group of five high school girls that decide to join, re sort of uh, resurrect this old school club that has closed down called the Light Music Club. Uh, in Japanese, that is Keonbu, and that's where the, the, the name, name oh, okay. comes from Keon. Um, and so it's about the, these five girls forming a band and practicing. And as I said, it's a slice of life anime. Nothing's too heavy. Everything's very uh, comedy focused. Mm. Um, stuff's resolved. It's just about them. Uh, one in particular learning to play guitar because uh, she's never touched an instrument in the, their life. The drummer and the bassist are the ones that start. Uh, they get in the, uh, a, a keyboard player and then eventually um, a second guitarist. <coughs> excuse me um, and it's just following their everyday life through high school all three years of high school uh, this one's a bit longer it's, it's actually two seasons the first season's like 12, 13 episodes and the second season's longer which uh, shows how good it is the fact that they got a longer second mm. season and then after that they did a movie right um, so the 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 show is based on a, a manga. The movie is sort of a, an original part right. done for the movie. Um, yeah, and it's it's just like really really good. The, like the chemistry between the characters is fantastic. It's really like you could almost believe that they're actual friends. Um, and there there's a whole thing with the uh, with th- them playing music together and when they do live shows. And it's like people can't put their finger on why they're so good because like they're not exactly the best uh, musicians, but like w- when they play together, it's the chemistry that makes mm. them good. And everyone's been to a show where maybe a band maybe weren't the best at playing their instruments technically, but just their energy mm. makes the show good. Um, and the even the, like looking at the the characters, they sort of embody like the almost the stereotypical type of person that plays that instrument for example like the drummer Ritsu's a fucking maniac you know how drummers usually are um like the what is essentially the main character and the the, the singer and uh guitarist Yui is an idiot as you know front men usually are yep um the the lead guitarist is like super serious uh the bass is all quiet and demure and kind of shy you know and then the the keyboard's an absolute weirdo because that's the way these things go. Um, uh, yeah, and it's really, really good. Really, really heartfelt. It'll make you smile. It, it may make you cry. Oh. <laughs> um, and I just, like, to point out, like, one... We, like, I was thinking what like, part could have pointed that I thought that that's, that's really cool. And, uh, like, if, if music and that means anything to you, like, there's one episode that focuses on the drummer, Ritsu, 
um, she sort of loses her passion for drama because she's always in the back and everyone else is up front. She's looking at everyone's backs. Mm. She's like, I want to try something else than just drumming. And I think it, like someone, everyone's got to f- have felt, I don't know, like if you've ever been in a band or tried an instrument, he's like, oh, maybe the other one would be better. Like you just think, I think that's just always that that feeling of thinking the grass is going to be greener on uh-huh. the other side of it, do something different. Fuck and so she, she tries everyone's different instruments and uh, eventually, like, um, she gets all very depressed over it. And, uh, but then, like, it shows a part where, where she, like, starts watching something on TV. And then, um, uh, Miho, the bassist, is meets her the next day for they're walking to school together. And she seems fine. And she says, uh, but Richie was running late. And she catches up with her. Oh, where have you been? She's a much better mood now. And I was like, oh, sorry, I was up late watching something. I was like, what are you watching? I was like, well, um, like I, I really wanted to get back into drumming. I, I got my sort of passion for drumming back. So I put on The Who. And I watched Keith Moon. And that's how she got her passion for drumming back. And that's so fucking cool. <coughs> it's just the fact like you know, they do reference real life, uh, mm. you know, musicians sometimes, and not a lot. Like as said, it was very lighthearted, but I just thought it was a really cool touch. It's like she sort of lost track of why she loved drumming the first place, and then got it back there. It's like just watching Keith Moon yeah. drum gets it back, and that's just so fucking cool to me. Mm. And that's that. So what were that's they? That was uh, K on and Dororo. So Dororo, if you want to watch, is on Amazon on Prime. I believe K on is on Funimation's streaming service. Okay. Uh, if you want to go the the legal route, um, <laughs> <laughs> there are other methods for these, which we do not condone. No, of course not. Um, wink, wink. <laughs> but yeah, watch it. Uh, K on, seriously, give it a chance. It is one of my favorites. It is very, it, it is very cutesy, but it is very heartfelt as well and very enjoyable. Very good. Very good. Also, I'll just point out another cool thing about and, and this show is very, very popular in Japan. Um, or was, or whatever. Uh, but the, the voice actresses, um, Actually, got the popular so popular the the voice actors because so the way the that industry works in Japan, most of them can sing to mm. a fair degree. Um, they actually started putting on concerts, uh, singing the songs that are in the show that the band plays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm talking big ass concerts. Yeah. But it's not so much as that they went and sang because they still like only two of them ever sing the bassist and uh, Yui the the, mm. the main singer. These girls learned to play the instruments. And they learned the songs. And went to and Jesus. did. Now you can tell that like they're not amazing. Yeah. And uh, some of the songs they do have a backing band yeah. that, that plays for them. But they actually play, and you can tell they're playing because you can pick up on the mistakes that someone's played that hasn't been played. That's fucking better. I, it is. Man. It is. It's really good. You have to respect it. As even though, like I, I find a full concert there is on YouTube, and that's that's how I sort of discovered this. Yeah, it'd be worse and, if they went and mimed. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. 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 And you can that. see in the comments, it's like. Oh, they're not even playing those instruments. Like, no, they definitely are. You have no clue about music if you can't pick out the fucking the mistakes mis- uh. they are making. Um, and also, they don't hold back the fact that they use a backing band. Sometimes that band's instruments are behind them again. No one's playing them at that time. Mm. Why wouldn't they just pretend the whole time if they were fucking uh, going to pretend? True, true. So yeah, that's a pretty cool note though. I like and, that. Uh, it's, it is a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Mm. So that was the first edition of the real waifus of Evil G's. Thank you, Colin. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, 
Oh, and if you're listening to this and you've never watched both shows, go give him a watch because Colin's recommended him and he's like our anime sort of guru. Guru. And I, I've been complimented on our anime recommendations before, and that's all the reason why I was sort oh, of sweet. doing this. Didn't know that. Happy days. Happy days. So uh, we're going to move on. Um, we'll do Spider Man first. So I haven't seen Spider Man, but uh, we're going to do this spoiler free, will we? Mysterio's a bad guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't think you can do it. Spoiler free, can you? It's hard as you can, but like, no, I'm, I mean, I don't mind, but if you haven't seen Spider Man yet and you're listening to this, you may want to sort of fucking brace yourself. Uh, or just mute us for about five, ten minutes or skip forward five or ten minutes. The advertisement company side of Marvel did an amazing job, though, of like the ads not for Spider Man because they did a good job of like really keeping the whole plot of thing very hush hush. Oh, when it is, you mean? No, but even like the plot of it as well, because like, yeah, all, like, yeah, but uh, it was very, very oh, it was dependent obvious. on uh, uh, if it takes place of, before or after Endgame. And your knowledge of Spider Man, like if you if, you, if you've ever watched Spider Man, you've seen like Mysterio show up, and you really thought going to go, ooh, they made a good guy version, or like like you fucking tits. I know. It's <laughs> it's a, Mysterio, he's really fucking tricky. Mm. That's the whole point I, of it. I imagine anyone listening to this knows Mysterio. So. Yes, that's not, that's not a <laughs> fucking come spoiler. Right. I, I don't care if this is a spoiler or not, but does he have the fishbowl head? Uh-huh. Yes. Yes! <laughs> he has to have the fishbowl head. You can't do Mysterio with Oh, that. his costume looks so stupid. Oh, spoiler. In, in the right way. In the right way. Uh, it's Like, it's on purpose. Marvel, Marvel's fucking bad guys are getting better and fucking better and better and better and better. Like, it's Spider-Man's two for two, hey? Vulture was fucking amazing. Vulture was mm-hmm. fantastic. And Mysterio, see, like, the more you learn about him, like, this is just fucking like, oh, this guy's a fucking player, hey, he was like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what's that from the peanut gallery? Are these right in the nose? No. <laughs> <laughs> just to be uh, clear, to, have you seen Spider-Man? Who cares? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> just because if we do go into spoiler territory, like, I just don't want to be... Um, What's what's really good in the, in this one as well that I like that they they didn't really explore in wait this is far from home yeah homecoming was for homecoming home. was for, right so the thing they didn't explore in in homecoming was the spider sense oh yeah you don't okay. really uh, it doesn't doesn't acknowledge it at all but in this they 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 mention it uh, Aunt May calls this his Peter Tingle Peter Tingle (laughs) (laughs) that is actually how it ends up getting referred to in the film (laughs) no one ever says spider sense Peter Tingle Peter Tingle now on it wasn't so prevalent like the last films he's been worn out by everything going on he's had this run down that's why he's not been that uh, strong so when it kicks in he's like fucking like right fuck this focus and he just destroys they don't they don't they don't really lend any special effects to it. It's they keep it very vague in how uh, it works. It's just him, and he just knows. He just knows, and mm. it doesn't try to do like uh, in the original ones where it tried to do the the weird noise and the slow those things mm-hmm. slow down and that. It just it's just like and this is like it's it's subtly done. It's like he just he just knows mm. what when something's gonna happen. He just goes in like his end state and he's just instantly just like just. Calmly dodging, I mean, attacking, poking, be, ducking, Because it dodging. does that, it makes it seem more of a superpower because uh, we can't comprehend that. how that feels yeah, to him. Uh-huh. And there's no way for it. To, like, I think it's a mistake to even try because then if you just do slow-mo, uh-huh. you're just doing the same shit everyone else does. It's like, no, make it feel like, like what the fuck's going uh-huh. on here? Lay out uh-huh. you, you don't have superpowers, so you don't know. And it does look fucking amazing whenever he sits down, they fucking do this thing, they're like, holy shit, I Spider-Man was amazing. <laughs> you forget how you, like, Bullshit strong Spider-Man actually is like he might be a wee kid because damn he's got like some music. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Exploit? But it's like, uh, this is like Tom Holland's film of the MCU, I think it is. It is. He was in Civil War, Spider-Man. Yeah, both uh, Avengers and two uh, Spider-Man. Uh-huh, and his contract was up, but... Uh, there's no way they can get rid no, of it. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. I'm getting that here. Uh, it's like the mantle has been passed on. You see, in the first Homecoming, mm-hmm. uh, that film got a lot of fucking shit from Sony because they're all like Tony Stark's in the limelight. Fuck you know Sony what I mean? Not that that's it, that's it, but like, that's the thing. It's like now the long game's been played. It's like. They didn't mar- make him the big guy, though. Yeah, that's it. Marvel won him as the next face of, like, you know, the, the MCU. Like, so even though he's still owned by Sony. That's like I think it's now Sony being playing fair with Marvel. Mm. You know, of course, they're going to get the Sony spin-off films, the Sony verse, uh, Venom, and stuff like that. There, they, they, you know. But I think now Tom Holland will be making appearances in them. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's Spidey or thing because but they, if they appearances, just make them be Spider-Man. Ah, like, uh, well, the thing is, Sony still has rights to the, the multiverse. That's. Uh-huh. The multiverse stuff is odd. Now, that's I think Sony's keep well, like saying. Well, though, that's mentioned, but it's never confirmed, but apparently a wee bit earlier does maybe confirm well, it. Well, the way I'm looking at it now is, like, as long as Marvel gets to play with Spider-Man, like, mm. put him on films and stuff like that mm. there, Sony is allowed to go mental with the rights because they have the, the multiverse rights. So they can make up any version uh, of that rogues gallery, uh, you know what I mean? Mm. And, like, oh, that Venom wasn't a great success, even though the last one was purely because of the Chinese market, but uh, they could turn around now and make another whole different Spider-Man, mm. only this Spider-Man is from a normal universe, mm. you know what I mean? Uh, it's the same thing, it's like they can play ball out there, yeah. but it's, it's, I think now it's Tom Holland Spider-Man is going to be the next big, big thing in the... really the, cool as well? Both these films, both the main bad guy, really, really regret having to kill Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like neither of them wanted it. It was like, oh for fuck's sake, I'm going to get ready. Yeah, but he's <laughs> he's a kid, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, like they both like, but they always like same as like, oh this guy is like, generally fucking good and all. Like he's not even just that he's a kid. Like they, he's not doing any wrong. Yeah. Like for fuck's sake, I have to just get ready. I, I think um, Mysterio is Mysterio is definitely less relatable than oh, than Vulture was. Like he, Vulture you is see, like you're, your, your like, Mysterio. Uh, whereas Mysterio, you're just like you're just a fucking better weak. He's, he's a sociopath. He's like going, oh. Uh, it's like, I don't want to kill him, but I'm going to kill you. But, like, no, you're still just a fucking cock end. Like, just because you're saying he, you don't want to kill him, just because like, you're having a single worry in your head, you're going to kill him because you have to fucking get rid of him. It's funny, yeah. just you saying about, you know, the, the, he doesn't want to kill him. I do love that scene in the first film, though, when Michael Keaton's talking to him in the back of the oh, car. Oh, yeah, he just pulls the gun out. He's just thing. casually pulls <laughs> the gun out and he's just chatting to him, and you're like, you're going to go in there and uh-huh. have a good date with my daughter. See, whenever you open the door, or sit in the summer, and then you open the door, and as the dads are going, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never been that much invested in a fucking rom com in my life. I'm like, oh, shit, Spider Man fucked. It was a great moment. I didn't uh, smell that coming at all. Um, like, MJ. Yes. Ah, very character. different. Uh-huh. Very cool though. Very cool. Is yeah. she still Mary Jane or is it just MJ? They didn't say. No, what the... is her, her her actual name's not Mary Jane, is it? I don't. I it don't. was. I'm nearly sure it was mentioned in in Home. Yeah, and she Home says in... it at the end because she doesn't say her name the whole way through the show, and then uh, she says it. Yeah, she says everyone calls me MJ. A lot, a lot of characters have changed. It's mm. like uh, yeah. Flash, Flash he, Thompson's now. Uh, he, he loves Spider Man. He's like Spider Man's yeah. class. He well, inspires that, me. He always did like him. You know what I mean? But like uh, in the comics, but he's still an asshole though. I know he's, uh, is it American Indian? 
Uh, uh, I mean, he's, and then as an, uh, he's like a fucking over. streamer. He's constantly fucking broadcasting, uh, and doing all this. I mean, like, uh, like, like it's a whole new cast. Like uh, it's brilliant. Like, Wait, that, does like, he become like the electric guy? No, no, no. In the comics, Thompson ended up going to Iraq and lost, lost his legs, and yeah, he came he back and became Agent Venom. Agent Venom. Uh, you know that's the thing. Uh, I have a quick question. You were talking earlier about multiverses and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is confirmed, but I want someone to just shake their eyebrows at me if this is true, right? Okay. Now, at the after credits scene. Yeah. Am I going to be a happy man? Apparently. Right. Okay. So uh, if we're yes. going to talk about after credits, you do, you don't mind if we tell you what's going to happen? Is he there? Right. So, is it him? So, so, so no, if you want, if you want spoilers, uh, like knock it on two, two, three minutes. Right. So okay, the after credit scene. It's not. It's not what you want it to be. It's not him, then. It's not him. Damn. It's better. Who you're talking about, Morden? Yeah. Yes. You're gonna lose your shit at what it actually is. Morden. So, so you see up in the screen the news. And there's this report. Wow, news. And it's like, Uh here's a report from the dailybugle.com. And who shows up on the screen? J. Jonah Jameson. But who do you think's playing him? J.K. fucking Simmons. Because who else could fucking do it? Sweet. I was thinking that just as the fellow man. I was like, I wonder are they ever going to put J. John Jameson back in this? And who would play him? It's like, no, you couldn't get anyone with J. John or, or J.K. Simmons. He was perfect. And then I was like, they're doing the whole thing, uh, the bugle, and then there he was. Like, Spider-Man! It's like, <laughs> oh, Jesus! We just got this Take to us, blah, blah, and look at this. And then whatever happens in the film happens. And the end of Spider-Man. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 Very good. Right. He's swinging all on York. Everyone's watching him, watching away. And he's sitting there in the middle, and this thing plays. You see the heads turning. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they actually got J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. How the fuck is that going to affect the next film? Because no one really trusts the Avengers anymore, in general. That's so because of everyone's going to... They will, they will actually doubt him, like. Oh, I, I reckon the next film's everyone turning on him, like. Um, oh, that was a it, it'll be kind of like the, the they did that in the Spider-Man the original Spider the Sam Raimi Spider-Man two wasn't mm-hmm, it? It was mm-hmm. like uh, people were turning on, but then they he sort of won them back around, and they're like, I the train scene, uh, I like the Sam yes. Raimi Spider-Man soul. Hmm. First two were great. Yeah. They, they're still they, they have their problems like and they yeah. they, they, uh, they I think can, they're they're still there's decent. documentaries on free. If you're curious to know why free one touch up, just go on the YouTube and just. Let he wanted want want the two films, two more films, but he had to make it in one set, didn't he? Sam Raimi, he, 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 you know, he, he wanted Vulture, but the studio pushed him for yeah. them. Yeah, they pushed him. They put characters in that he felt that he could not relate to at all, or put any kind of like connection, yeah. like the way he did the last two films. You know fucking, what I mean? Dog, that was fucking perfect. Hey, was uh, Sandman and Venom. And, again, I I, you go from really good casting to really fucking mm. shit casting. Uh, oh, for grace, Jesus that's right, Christ. He was Venom. Jesus. He packed on 24 pounds of muscle for that. Well, it's funny. And you couldn't even notice. I know. <laughs> still look like a wee skinny shit. It's, it's supposed funny. to be Eddie Brock. That's what I said. Brock Lesnar would have been perfect for that role. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not too much dialect or dialect. Well, Colin, it's, it's funny you should mention casting. Because, uh, you know, uh, we, we were going to discuss, you know, casting for uh, a big upcoming film. Because obviously we have our Sub-Zero now. Oh, yeah. So it is. I, I this, this, if I butcher this name, I apologize. Joe Tal. Haslam? He's the guy from the raid. The guy from the raid. He's a bar bastard. Oh, is that him fucking us? Yeah. yeah. Oh. He's sub. That's, mm. So we I were thinking, so. now that we've got our sub, who do you think would be great as other MK characters cast-wise? 
I know we've had a wee bit of discussion on our Evil G crew. Sort I of changed chat. mine. So, who, who who would you want and who would you want to play them? So, I'd, I I really like um, your brother made a suggestion was... Um, who was it again? Donnie Yen? Donnie Yen. Uh, Donnie Yen is uh, Kung Lao. That would be fantastic. Yes. But he would murder everyone. <laughs> it's Kung Lao. It's though, so. What happened was Kung Lao get his ass handed him and then he just changed into Ip Man. <laughs> the first in that serious music would just come on. Well, the, the, keep in mind, that's he's the winner of the tournament, isn't he? No, it's Liu Kang. Oh, which one does Kung Lao win? Kung Lao's the boy with a hat. Yeah, I know that. But he I thought, doesn't. I he won, he won that challenge amongst thing or something. Win the tournament, no. The uh, thing before the fight before the first tournament. Yeah, yeah. He won. Oh, he's he's like he it. could blame Liu Kang, I guess. Do you know who I would actually get to do Liu Kang? Did you ever watch Legacy season two? Uh, no, no. Your man was perfect. Got, yep. uh, he was a badass. Most, most people just, on YouTube, at YouTube in general, just make them play other roles. Mm. I forget well, you couldn't do Kano because he's dead. Yeah. So your your Kano. I said Jason Stephen, I but I've, I, I, no, yeah. I, I've changed it up now. I think Tom Who? Hardy would actually be better. Tom Hardy? I knew you were going to ah. say Yeah, Tom Hardy. because it's I'll the accent. You. you need a fucking weird accent, and Tom Hardy can well, throw out the weird. Well, he is Australian. No, he's British, but he, he throws he's out British. those weird British. accents. Like, does, he, does he just do an Australian accent? And uh, that, that's what I'm thinking, Mad Max. That's what he does. Well, at least we know he can do one. Them two can fight among each other, and one of them can make a ball. Make one of them make a ball then as well. Because like, Cabal doesn't have a face anyway, so... Uh, no. Keanu Reeves is Cabal. Keanu Reeves is Cabal. Nah, I reckon he'd be fucking... Striker. Luke Kang. Just make him the main, make him the main dude. No, Scorpion, Scorpion. Ah, uh, you said Scorpion yeah. before. Because he's going to wear a mask anyway. That's true, that's true. Uh, Here's one for you, right? Okay. You're going to have to have him as the villain. Right? Okay. I want big Shao Kahn in there, right? Yeah. Now, Shao Kahn has to be a huge, intimidating man. And all he has is his famous lines. Uh-huh. So what do you call that dude to, to call it the place of mountain? Oh, big half word. Oh, oh. Fucking good shit. <laughs> fucking him as Shao Four, Kahn. big four. I, I said Thor Hassel? Um, uh, or, or, um, what do you call him? Something half Thor? Uh, he's half just Thor the, Bjornsson. Half Thor, half Thor Bjornsson, that's him. That's mountain, good, just, he is known as a mountain. Like. <laughs> like, can you imagine <laughs> standing for anyone? Not my fucking <laughs> fuck. Yeah, like, you can have Shao Kahn stand there and let you pounce on him for he like 30 is, seconds I and then he thinking, waves you once. Uh, Shao Kahn, you could have The Rock play him. It wouldn't be bad. I reckon The Rock or for Goro. He said uh, Goro. Because he's got that cocky swagger, him fucking like uh, fucking crossing arms as his sense. And your forearms instead. <laughs> I mean, it's simply one, two arms crossed and battering you with the other two. That was a good either rock is Goro would be brilliant. Um that's a good shout. He could do he could rock bottom four but guys at the same time. Well I can I can get that there, eh? Fucking the mountain is Shao Kahn, because like he's one of the few men on the world I can see fighting that Ip Man guy. <laughs> he's just that fucking big. Like Ip Man would do this fancy it was like tough. If, once he actually caught him, it's just dead. <laughs> you wouldn't catch him, just hit him with a hammer and then laugh at him. But that's like, uh, he doesn't even have to talk that much. He just has to shout like, uh, "You suck!" And make him like the spear. Actually, he doesn't have to talk at all. He doesn't have to talk at all. Just laugh. Just get him. To, <laughs> no, just get him to mime and get Ed Boon to do the lines. No. <laughs> what do you call your man Ironside? Michael Ironside. Get Michael Ironside to do his voice. A shout uh, Khan's yes. voice. Yes. Tears. I'm all likely it's intimidating, but you've got the mountain being the presence. Like you know what I mean? That would actually be a good shout. <laughs> um, make fucking Terry Crews as Jax. 
No. A perfect choice. No, that's a good choice. It's man. too, he's not enough serious. He's an actor. He's, a big, he's an actor, but he's... Jax was a chief uh, right, let's, get, bag, let's, let's, get, let's get something straight. This film should not be serious. No. This is Mortal Kombat. Like <laughs> I, but this is not going to be like a comedy thing, for Christ's sake. You uh, know not I mean? comedy, but it's going to be ridiculous. But Expendables wasn't a comedy. D- did you hear that they've? it's going to be R-rated? They've confirmed it's R-rated, and there's going to be fatalities? Sweet. People are going to die, but no I, one will I, smoke. I, I, you've seen no, no <laughs> except for smoke. Well, Jack's smoke is, not even going to be us. Jack's a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that smoke, but he wasn't allowed to actually produce any smoke. He's a black ninja. He's like, fuck oh, me. Jesus. Good job at the Halloween work. He's a bastard. He's supposed to start having me ham and soup. Noob. Noob. The guy who played Luke Cage. I agree. Luke Cage is Jack's. Yeah. Have a look here, just Jax. See the guy from Doctor Oh, that actually, he would be really good. Mm. What do you call him? Uh, okay. Another guy from Doctor Strange as well, the wee, the, the Chinese wizard. What was him? Yeah, yeah. Mick Emily, Bo Reggie. Oh, fuck, I would, uh, like your man Wang, he uh, was one. Uh, uh, Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter. Who would you get for Shang Tsung? The original. Shang Tsung. Shang Tsung. <laughs> That'd be one of those you'd legacy hires. Oh, who do they fucking say is writing as well? Oh. <laughs> It was someone really fucking shooting. No, he wouldn't. Vin Diesel. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but he is such, That's the spanner he, in the work, Eric. He's, he's such a cocky fucking cunt. He would love to play the main badass. And he'd always be like done up in GCS. He'd be happy as Laurie. He, he would jump at that role, I reckon. Oh, I don't know. How. He wouldn't be great, but I reckon he would jump off. Who would you have playing, Sonia? That's a tough 20 one. years ago, Sarah Connor. I, Linda Hamilton. Linda, Linda Hamilton, Hamilton would have been amazing. I should have been perfect. Fucking hell! I. Who would you get? Who? I I imagine they I'd still have a play. You know what? I imagine like when they were making Mortal Kombat, they were probably like making Sonya Blade like Linda Hamilton. Mm. I just, guarantee. Just make it be fucking Linda Hamilton. Just make it be an older fucking doll. It's a badass veteran. Shouldn't yeah, have to be young and fucking perky. Just also, it's being young and perky. It's like <laughs> buying them as a credible threat against the other fuckers in there. And, no, and Linda Hamilton's very sort of. Yeah. Linda's very her. old now. Like uh, she's like near enough seventy. I think. I'm trying to think. Who would be good for Sonia? Ronda. Don't you fucking dare! <laughs> no. Who said that earlier? Fucking Ricky, Ricky Troll. <laughs> oh. She's on her impregnation vacation. Oh, <laughs> That's it. literally if she's on, check her out her Instagram or Twitter. It's definitely. You said um, uh, the really, really good, really good at getting uh, actor names. Me? Um, I'm a no, fuck. We, 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 oh, oh. and I'm being sarcastic. We are. We're brilliant. It's the guy from this and the guy from that. Uh, I'm gonna look it up first. John Cena as Striker. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Brie Larson. I was going to say Brie, but then there'd be a lot of like uh, like Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, I'm sure sure a lot of boys would be happy about her getting that. Fuck those guys! I know. (laughs) No, who's who's doing Johnny Cage? The Miz. The Miz. (laughs) Johnny Rico from fucking Starship Troopers. (laughs) He's that corny fucking shade actor. (laughs) Oh, so is Miz. So is Miz. He he would be perfect. Can you give me AEW? The heel. MJF! MJF! <laughs> oh my god, that's perfect! Oh my god, MJF, please listen to your podcast. That's perfect! You, oh, nail, head, slapped. MJF is Johnny Cage. He's <laughs> a fucking cunt the whole way through. <laughs> a complete bastard. That's an accurate portrayal then. Because <laughs> he'd be young Johnny, and young Johnny is an asshole. Like, so. Oh, that's perfect there. That's fucking perfect. 
But uh, yeah, well, I think we've done some good casting there. We've done some good casting. So uh, we're gonna have the mountain as Shao Kahn. We're gonna have MJF as fucking Johnny Cage, and we're gonna the Rock have as fucking Goro. Um, <laughs> the Rock is Goro. <laughs> that would be really good. What you think of it? It's like I do that. That make that happen. You haven't got enough money to pay for him. <laughs> no, no chance. You'll just get the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Uh, we're we're running short on time, so right. I think we like, cut the wrestling. We're so gonna cut the wrestling. AEW's really good, and you should watch it. Yeah, and watch that's, AEW. That's what we're doing yeah. right after this. Right after this, we're watching Fight for the Fallen, good charity event as well. So yeah, go watch that. But we're gonna move on to our last segment, which is obviously our video game music chart. So, Cat, what are you hitting us with this month? Uh, Knights of the Sky. Knights of the Sky. Yes. Now, what's this from? Uh, Battlefield One. Course. Battlefield One. And why? Uh, it was a good end of the film that when you finish the matchup, you always heard it. And if you were playing on planes, it's oh, you're, yeah, you're yeah. a knight of the sky. You know what I mean? Oh, knight is in a, a royal knight. Uh, yep. Ah, right, right. Very good. I like my something like something. Or, See the know. last two Battlefield games, one and five. It's been the same composer. And yep. fuck, he's he's like I actually got Battlefield Five on vinyl. Mm-hmm. I some soundtrack. Hey, listen, listen, vinyl on there, like. Mm. Jonas Strahan or something he's called and he actually uses the London Symphony Orchestra Ooh. oh that's what he uses that's what it says in the back of the vinyl anyway but I I love their soundtracks the last two have been absolutely great do you know any movie stuff? I don't know sorry what's his name again? Johan Strahan uh, Johan it's a big S name surname oh, probably Swedish I think he is Swedish. Yeah. Uh, dice or Swedish, uh, you dice. say so. I could shout. But he oh, did. probably not then if he's a dice employee. Why dice oh, he's not a dice employee. Oh, uh, right. He's just Swedish, I think. But he uses the London full or not the full harmonic. It's the London Symphony Orchestra he uses to do the soundtracks. Johan Sudervikvist. It's a hell of a name, isn't it? Sudervikvist. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce Scandinavian names. meatballs. That's racist. <laughs> You're a racist father. But, but kind of funny. You're a racist father. <laughs> You're a racist now, father. Oh yeah, Fenton Stack. We have to quickly mention Fenton Stack. R.A.P. To, oh, to a legendary priest from Father Ted. Go check him out, he's very funny. I literally don't even remember these accents, I wish I was no, having a young like fella's <laughs> running around in shorts. <laughs> That's the kind of thing you like to look at. Yeah. And I bet you like that too. You probably imagine what they look like without the shorts. <laughs> You're sitting there, imagining that, with a big smile on your face. You dirty fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, R. I R. think B. you're a very rude man. <laughs> if you say that to me again, I'll put your head through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Kevin, totally talked over your music there. Well, no, I'm not over it. Um, yeah, R.A.P. Fittenstag. But uh, yeah, that that composer is fantastic. No, that's really good. Yeah. That's like all the music in those games. I think is is top notch. Ah, top notch. Who's next? Colin, what are you hitting this with? Oh, it's me. I just picked a random uh, bloodstained. Oh, it's completely random. Oh, Jesus, completely. Jesus, I just went for... Voyage of Promise is what this is called. Voyage of Promise? I'm expecting some Castlevania vibes here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Christmas, Castlevania. Castlevania. <laughs> I thought this was Castlevania. Is it Castlevania? No <laughs> fucking Randy. <laughs> it's Castlevania. That is perfect. Just listen to that. Uh, oh, there's one other one. That, like, uh, let's see if we can find it. Um, what was the one we played in the PS3? Harmony of Despair. Ah, oh, fucking, we, we ripped that game, we fucking tried Oh, by time, man. We put hundreds of hours into the that. Turbo Patton, Power And Soma. No, he was Nathan. I remember it was like, it was like uh, Rickard, no, if you got to eat him and you kept spamming it, like, his whip got stronger and stronger. Right. That's right. And Soma had that end game fucking sword where you just. Oh, the Sarah Musa, or the. Just fucking. Him and Alakar get the same ones. Like, <laughs> emptied everybody. Alakar got the one where it's similar but shorter range, where Sumo's mm. just fucking equipped to you, and you hold it into your buttons and turbo, and you go, blender through the level. <laughs> and then you tried to fight classic Dracula, and he ended you. Uh, and, he and then you got the berserk armor, and you just went down, and you just died. <laughs> as long as you didn't get hit, you just killed everybody one shot. <laughs> That's fucking okay, class music. I just want to like show you this other one as well. So I was explaining to you about the anime uh, Tamako Death, which is a, a girl with a, the a guitar. guitar and like um, this is just where you're playing. She's playing this. This is obviously gameplay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like firing shit at you while she's playing this guitar solo. That's amazing! <laughs> That's a flamethrower so, coming out of the end of the guitar. Wait, so if you kill her, this awesome music stops? Uh, yeah. Oh, Holy shit, I just realized if you And like, also, my, my familiar just goes around fucking stabbing her in the face, so he always, like, I'm like, leave it be, would you? I've been kind of, like, low-key trying to get calm on the 4K shit, and this really is, like, I've been going the wrong... I've been beat the wrong bush. I've been trying to get the Sisters of Battle, or something like fucking Wifey's Power Armor, but, like, if he likes <laughs> fucking heavy metal... Chaos Basement, there's an entire band called like the fucking like Emperor Children. They're they're obsessed with like sensory fucking overloading, just as pure like sensory horrors. And they've they've literally got Marines called the Noise Marines, where their weapons are just amplified big dirty guitars and shit like where they just like, kill people with sound waves more or less as they blast away. Death by what metal. The hell have I been doing? <laughs> Death by metal. So okay. what are you hitting this weapon ninja? I've gone for a recent one, uh, it's from the game called uh, They Are Bullions. It, Finally came out recently and released the campaign. Yeah, but it's like at the very end when you get to like day the end day, it's like saying like it just comes up like every now and again. I'm saying there's a wave coming from this thing, and then during the final waves, there's there's they are they are coming from everywhere. They are billions, and like and this like you know like like four hours get your get your army spread out. Mm. And it's like you're just, you're clean fucked. Like this music just starts playing, and like I mean. It's one of the best games, like, they're actually fucking thousands and thousands of enemies on screen and they just flood the entire screen and you're just sitting watching and you're just waiting for one crack in your line and as soon as that crack falls, all it takes is two or three zombies to hit one button and as soon as that button falls, like, three or four times a month goes poof into the next button and your base is, like, swarms, so see if your defenses aren't perfect, you're just fucked. And so, like, the music's just tense as fuck, you're sitting watching, it's like, don't, 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 right, move these guys over here quick, like, there's times where like you'll see the crack come in there like right fuck us. You'll build the wall and you basically get there and see all the houses you have there and all the buildings you go like destroy. Just just fucking you're sacrificing like swaths of your town just to try and contain like a breach and like move guys over and relocate. No, it's fucking so good, eh? That's, that's actually just come out in the PlayStation and I was actually watching some oh, gameplay and I was like, holy shit, look at the amount of them. Nah. When they come on hard, they come on fucking harder. Sweet tight. Very good. They are about it. Oh, excuse me. They are billions. Spanish game songs, so the dialogue we have in is so fucking corny. <laughs> I'm to the English. Sweet. That's even funnier. 
So uh, I'm going to go with a game from Hotline or a piece of music from Hotline Miami 2 uh, and it's called Roller Mobster and it is a badass piece of music because at this point when we're playing this sort of opening you're playing a, a gang called The Fans and they're basically all four of them are getting ready to do this last job so they're all getting sort of into their positions and they're all communicating right we'll meet in the top floor get this door broken now, right I'm ready to go ready to go then you get your character and you've got this guy called Mark with twin machine guns and you're just going up the elevator and the music's just building as he just coming up to the top of the elevator and then when the elevator doors open this kicks in And you are just mincing everybody in the building then. This Carbons is also bridge. in Fury. This particular one? I'm nearly sure. I, I don't think it is. It just sounds so familiar. Maybe it's just Spotify serving me up other Carpenter Brute when I'm listening to Could be. Fury. Uh, yeah. Because he wrote this for Hotline Miami. That's fucking amazing, hey? <sighs> I do like that. What do you call that? Synth wave? Yeah. Retro wave. Retro wave. Ah, uh, mm. synth wave, retro wave, same shit. Mm-hmm. Just, just, you'd see when you're just running around with twin machine guns, just shooting the fuck out of everything. You just feel like a, you don't care how many times you die. In fact, if you die, you just get to hear the music more. It's great. See, when Cyberpunk 2077 comes out, it better sound like this. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I hope it starts off with. Yeah, I hope the, the cyberpunk guys have hired fucking Carpenter Brut. That would be a good one to do. Yeah. You, need, you need a Mass Effect nightclub place as well. In Omega. Do that <laughs> Omega nightclub fucking soundtrack as well in there somewhere. Yeah. Oh, there's gotta be like a dingy nightclub in yeah. Cyberpunk. So yeah, that's my that's my choice. That's Carpenter Brute. So, uh, Kat, who are you going for? Yours, Carpenter oh, Brute. Okay. Call Carpenter Brute. Oh, okay. Same. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to finish up with Carpenter Brute then. Oh, lethal. Uh, so thanks for listening, folks. And uh, as always, uh, we'll give you the wee ways of contacting us if you fancy. Nobody's contacted us in a while, so go on, send us a question or something. Although I have, I have to admit, I haven't been very active on our Twitter page. So sorry about that, folks. I will sort that out. I'll get back on it. But feel free to message us on our Twitter, which is at Evil G Studios NI. You shouldn't have bothered stopping this. I know. I <laughs> know. <laughs> probably shouldn't have. It just means we get started again. Uh, you can get us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Evil G Studios. Um, we will be getting the website sort of redone and there will be a lot more going on it. Uh, so don't worry about that. If you're missing all the wee funny articles, we'll be getting that sorted. You can check us out uh, on our website at evilgstudios.com. Hence, said website. Hence, we're talking about that. And then you can also get us a Gmail if you want to email Oops. us, which is, uh, <laughs> is evilgstudios at gmail.com. And lastly, if you haven't done it yet, go check out our YouTube channel for our amazing YouTube series, Unscripted, which is always fun. So yeah, I'm going to leave you with this fucking banging tune. Can't get the ease, let's do this. Hey! <laughs> you should leave us a review too. Oh yeah, you do that. We're going to do it in a horse shit. Just give us a review. Bye. Bye.